Hello, hello, my friend. Greetings. <laughs> Happy 15-year anniversary to you, my friend. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. And to everybody listening, welcome back to Uncomfortable Conversations with Coffin Over Comfort Zone. baby how you feeling i'm feeling all right how are you i'm all right you have a good weekend had a good weekend it was a freaking hot one again it's very hot man i was uncomfortable for most of it these hot weekends i will admit have been killing me at these weddings but it's funny because i have to put on a face of optimism in front of a bride and groom and be like guys it's not that hot as i switch my shirt four times you bring extra shirts oh i bring like three or four yeah oh wow I bite, like usually about halfway through the day, I'll have salt stains on just my tees, shirt. Just teas, right? Like just teas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, you have to hydrate properly bef- the day know. before. I know, I know. It's not, it's, it's just the thing. It's like when it comes to hydration, it's not the day of. No. It's the, it's the day before. Well, you can even tell that as well because actually um, Valeria notices too. When I have shots at a wedding... Mm-hmm. they don't enter my system until like I get home that night. Right. Cause you're drinking all day. Cause I'm just like, but I'm also like working. And like you said, you need to do it the day water. before. So same thing with alcohol. It's not the exact same as water, but when you're working and you're doing things, it's not going into your system right away. Okay. So when I'm taking shots at a wedding, I don't get drunk until I get home after the wedding. Oh. Which is really weird. Very weird. I've noticed that with like the heat and always moving and things like that. I feel like that does a lot with, with the del- heat and delaying stuff. Like I, I remember that a lot. Like, yeah. And I'm never hungry either because you're just always on the go. Yeah. Your stomach's in knots. Like you're in work mode. You're focused. Yeah. I'm just give yeah. me some chicken nuggets and I'm happy. <clears throat> no, I feel you. But on a more important note, happy 15 year anniversary, my friend. Thank you. It's a big day for you. Yeah, you know, it's not something that, um, I don't want to say it's not something that I don't think about or didn't think about or didn't think much of, but I spent probably, on the day of, I didn't spend as much time thinking about, um, like, the reflecting part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I guess, so how my week kind of played out... um, I had known for a while what I wanted my, um, what my event to look, not my event, like, I know every day, every single year, you know, I want my uh, event to look a certain way, but, um, oh, I can get that. Hey, Google, turn off the call light. (laughs) Was it too much for you? (laughs) Too much contrast. All right. No, what I was saying is that um, I know often how I want my day to look like, but I, I, it's not, it's, it's not like clear cut in my mind. It's not like a specific schedule or anything like that. It's just, I tend to. Let me, let me interject real quick. Yeah. 
the, I don't know if the people listening know what the 15-year anniversary... I mean, maybe they could assume if they've listened. But maybe let's elaborate on what the 15-year anniversary is of. You should just shit on people who don't know by now. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm you know, kidding. I would probably shit on you because you keep it under wraps so much. Well, it's like... I don't really... Do I? I think so. I think for someone in your position, you do not vocalize your situation as much as others may. Well, because here's the thing is, is that, and actually this is a good place to start. I think this is a good place to yep. start. So we'll talk about it. But I think with me, I never defined myself by my chair. Mm -hmm. I encounter people who have... Um, you know, who are, who are overweight, uh, people with, uh, diabetes, people with, um, oh man, you know, other, I guess, you know, I'm not calling obesity an illness, but like, you know, illnesses specifically, right? Yeah. Or anything that really differs you from the norm. Right, right, right. And they use that as their identifier. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really care for that mm -hmm. because you can only milk that for so much, right? I rather milk something like good intentions, mm -hmm. something like positivity, something like healthy growth, discovery, you know, our pillars come to mind. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like like that's excuse me, that's the juice for me. Yep. That's the stuff that you should be trying to milk. So this is the 15 year, nope. last week was the 15 year anniversary of your accident. Correct. Um, I was there and, and, and actually, I like that we started with that approach because it's in our show notes here about how we want to talk about how the chair doesn't define that anniversary anymore. Exactly. But no. we also, I had asked you when talking about this subject matter, I'm like, what do I call this? Is it anniversary? Is it celebration? Is it, what is it to you? And for you, it's an anniversary. Well, for me, it, for me, it's an anniversary, but I've noticed that, well, so here's actually, so remember when we were talking about, I'm going to get back to this, but remember when we were talking about, hey, is there a community of people, quads? Correct. You know, that I've connected yep. with, right? And yes. We've kind of touched upon that on a couple episodes as well about kind of niche communities and what social media has allowed. For its expansion. Those expansions, those connections. To, yes. To situations you might feel alone in. You yes. realize, hey, there's all these other people out there. We're just separated by average social distance. Right. Is that a thing now? I feel like social distance is such a weird term to use now. Yeah, I know. It's like we've used it too much. Yeah, exactly. So we use social distancing. Yeah, that but word, literally, like but you yes. were too far away from another Proximity quad to know them unless know. you ran into them by chance. Right. Yeah. Um, and so what what I've realized is from that, two things I've realized. One, um, majority of these accidents occur in August. Like a lot of them. Really? Yes. And is um, this like statistically? I think statistically it, it, it is higher. I'm not, I'm not calling you out. I don't know no, if no, it's no, just no. a personal observation or if it's a statistical anomaly that actually it, happens. It, it, um, a lot of these accidents that I'm seeing from people that I've connected with occur in August. Um, a friend of mine who had a brain injury um, and she was on the floor at Parkwood 
she had uh, she was in August. Um, and brain injury and spinal cord injury, stroke patients, they're all on the same floor in the London hospital or in the rehab, rehab hospital in London. Um, so, uh, this, uh, oh yeah, like legit bro. Like I remember at least six of them were last week, like six of the people that I follow, they all like posted something about, Hey, you know, this day, you know, it reminds me of this or this day brings me back to this. And some people have different ways of. I guess recognizing it or acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. um, now, why do you think August is a majority? Because I know there's like well, it's summertime for starters. It, it, do you think that's what it is? Yeah, it's just 100%. just straight up. Um, People are out. I'm pretty sure Rick Hansen's wilder happens. behavior. I guess you yes. could say more, more reckless, free, more reckless, more yeah. reckless behavior. Yeah, because I know like there's always the increase of like car accidents on holidays, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Like we, yeah, like we talked about with Tara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be like statistically tracked. So the, I, I think it falls back to people or alcohols involved. Um, yep. Summertime outside drinking and or not not specifically drinking, but doing more outdoor activities. Yep. And I think this is one of the. Uh, correlation more than sitting at a desk. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you're not. This ain't happening in November. Yeah. Not high numbers of it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Some poor person listening that had it happen in November is like fuck. But around Christmas time, yeah, you're gonna have people falling off ladders and stuff like that. You know, and slipping. Exactly. And, yeah, so yeah. that and ice. So things like that. So that just makes. Sorry. That just that just makes sense. But that was the first thing. So the first thing is that that I noticed. Like I was saying, the first thing I realized. Um, when it came to that community is one um, majority of these uh, I've noticed they occur in August. And whether that's you or statistically, that's what you've noticed. And it that's seems what to I've be noticed. And I think it's accurate. Reoccurring I think it is, in your life. Yeah. yeah. Like a reoccurring theme. The second thing is that some don't sell. Most don't celebrate it. Mm -hmm. They I just see that. acknowledge it. They just say, some um, that I've noticed uh, don't have the same approach that I have had mm -hmm. over the years. So my first time, I guess, celebrating would have been year two. That would have been my first time actually celebrating. Makes sense. Um, year one, you're probably still recovering. Well, year one, or? do I already discuss? You remember what I talked about in year one? Year one was when I went to that party and. It was oh, felt. Remember, awkward. it was awkward. Yeah, because it was with everyone who was that. still yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was it was uncomfortable. Yeah. So year two was my first time actually doing something I wanted to do. Yeah, just imagine you showing up to a party and everyone has like get well cards and stuff. Oh god. <laughs> so yeah. So that's what. So that's what. Uh, and year two is when you decide. You know what? I'm going to take this back into exactly. my. I think I remember yeah, yeah. you specifically yeah. saying kind of that statement. I don't know word for word, but you're taking it back. Yeah. Into your hands, it's episode, into your power. We talked about that either episode two or three. Yeah. Yeah. So that was year two. And then to get to year year 10, obviously, was the anniversary. Yep. So we did it big. That was big. I was there. It was big, yeah. If you get and a chance, check out the behind the scenes. That was a big deal. And check out our podcast when we talk about what that episode. What episode is that? What episode is that? Man, we're on 30 now. So <laughs> this is 28 more I episodes say that than episode, I thought I we were I want to say that do. episode was four. Yeah, but you reflected on how yeah. that was. Um, I think it was called Community Cool, Cool, Cool mm. in reference to the show Community. Mm. Yeah, but we don't talk. We didn't talk about this on that one. No? No. 
Which one did we talk about? I think that one was in um, Comfort Zones, or that pillar. Um, I think that pillar is number three. So one of the first ten. Oh, easily one of the first ten. We're losing our mind here slowly, as you can tell. So, But anyway, so I noticed, like I said, so the two things is, one, they occur in August. Two, the ways of going about celebrating it are different. Um, We've got people um, that just acknowledge it, and myself... I decided to celebrate it um, after my second year. And each year, um, I I like to take the day. I actually go through um, the news articles from that time. Like, I have them saved. What's that time? Like, the time you got injured? Yeah, after I got injured. So, after I got injured. A little time capsule. Yeah, pretty okay. much. So, after I got injured and in the newspaper when the whole do it for Dan campaign was running through for, you know, a year, uh, there's articles that, um, that were saved and I actually had used them for a project, uh, that we showed at the, um, uh, at the 10 year anniversary. Okay. Remember that film that we showed? So, yeah. So that book that we used, that, uh, that was a part of that. And uh, and actually, if you go on YouTube, I didn't make the book. It was, the book was a gift. Mm-hmm. Someone had scrapbooked it. And, uh, or no, one of my teachers, one of my old teachers. Sorry, not old. Former. Former teachers. Well played. Had, uh, had put that together for me. And it was definitely a nice gift. And so I scanned a bunch of them. So I've got them on my... I scanned a bunch of the pages. Sometimes I just laugh at your story, not in a malicious <laughs> way, but at the old-timey sound of it, even though it was only... 15, 15 years, years ago. ago. Oh, yeah, man. Like, because people don't have to do shit like I don't want to divert from your story, but imagine if it happened nowadays. Bro, I don't even know what would happen. You would literally, you would maybe become a celebrity overnight because of your character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like you're in character, you're enthused. Like, just if, if you, you had that same mentality, but the question is, then you do the whole extrapolation of time. Would you be the same character? Which is why I can't always relate to people who have injuries today. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. because I didn't have certain things. You were in a hospital. I was in no a TV. hospital. Yeah, I didn't have a TV. iPod Shuffle. You exactly. Your song. You know what I mean? Like I had, I didn't have what, you know. I guess if you, so, if you're my age, so if you're 18, mm-hmm. I didn't have what kids today, 18 year olds today have. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just didn't have those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have social media. Social media wasn't a thing, like we talked about. You know. Man, it's it's cra- This is gonna be a hot topic take right now, but it's crazy to think. Some youth nowadays don't live a life beyond a chair because of social media. Like in Japan, there's a whole, I don't know if you, this is a whole another podcast. There's a whole generation of people that don't even leave their rooms. They just sit on the computer the whole day and night. What do you mean? They don't go out. They don't leave the house. There's like one, I watched a little mini documentary on a guy who hasn't left his house in like 15 years. Get the f- just a young man. He just, everything's on the internet now. Everything you need, games, socialization, everything. Food, you don't have to. Food, you order it to your room. To your room, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it that's just a kind of side thought there. It's crazy to think that. It's madness. Some people <clears throat> are almost living similar to you. 
but just by choice. Choice. I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's weird because of the new technology. No, weird's another so, word for and, it. So that's why that's why I mean, if you extrapolate, would you be that same character you are now if it happened today? Because you might not have that willpower, that perseverance. Well, it's like if everything was that handed to me, not handed to me, but if everything was made readily available to me, yep. then what would the motivation be to actually go do any of these other things? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you can just socialize through the internet, social media, That's then what what's it. the point of leaving your house and going interacting with someone at a bar? And that kind of, the only reason that thought popped into my head is my wife, who's from Brazil, just came here in January. Mm-hmm. She talks to her parents every day on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And they actually mentioned they talk to her more now than they did than they did when she was at home because she was always out. Now I feel that now the, the, now it's not to say I don't count that as social media. I count that as technology. Yes. Okay. See, because through the awesomeness of technology, um, chairs, wheelchairs are different. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's advancements and technology. So like even like catheters are different than what the you know what I mean. So like all this stuff um, allow you a, a better quality of life. So, yep. and I can understand what V's saying uh, with her parents yep. because um, with her using FaceTime, I do the same thing through COVID. I have closer relationships with some people than when they were living an hour away or half an hour away. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now, and now they live on the other side of Canada, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Throughout COVID. So it's uh, FaceTiming, obviously, you know, I, I guess I'm cool. I can say I'm closer with my grandma now yep. through, because of face. So, so that, I count that as technology, Yeah. but I see what you're saying about the whole social media thing and how there's people living like that. And so if I had my accident within, let's say, let's say I had my accident in 2000, when did GoFundMe start? When did, when did that shit, when did OnlyFans start? Jeez. <laughs> we hardly knew you. Hardly knew, we hardly knew ye, OnlyFans. Um, but we might jump on that for other reasons, people, for other reasons. Yeah. Uh, but um, like in the year of GoFundMe, right? Yeah. What would happen? What would it look like? What would Do It For Dan look like if this was during the year of GoFundMe? Exactly. When but you then- weren't having to use... But I feel like there was a deeper connection. That's what I was going to say. You it, can't dwell on it because then it's like, like I was saying, does your character exist? Does your willpower exist? Does your perseverance exist? That like, because I remember that I, hard work you put into things. It might not be there if that GoFundMe's there, even though it makes things easier. You know, it, it's just, I, I'm just thinking objectively playing out metaphorical. Actually, I got it. I got it. it. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Let me throw this at you. Hit, hit me. Hit me. So when you get a GoFundMe, yep. you got money coming in from everywhere. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You got money coming in for everywhere. The thing with do it for Sarnia, sorry, do it for Dan is the money came from here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's like, so, so me doing the 10 year later kind of thank you, Sarnia tour kind of thing because I that, and that's in my mind that's what that was my objective is I called it do it for Sarnia because it was an opportunity to say thank you in a way that would be felt from how would re, would reciprocate how much effort was put into the campaign for me you right. know what I'm saying so but if it was GoFundMe. Right, and nothing against GoFundMe. I'm not shitting on that at all. No, I think no, it's great. No. But like, y- you got GoFundMe's that raise like half a million dollars in for two s- days for somebody that twisted their ankle. Y- yeah, 
or no, no. But like, I see what you're saying though. Sometimes it's yeah, like, yeah. but it's it's like, you know, you gotta go find me, and you know, something you know really you know serious happens or something, and it you get to half. My point is, you, you get to half a million in a day. Yeah, you know what I mean. That hundred and fifty over hundred and fifty thousand took eleven months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And then on top of that, the 150 to reverse it, as you said before, took what three, four, four, years? four, four years, three, four years, exactly, exactly, yeah. And yeah. that's without that's without GoFundMe. Yeah. And it's not to say that it's like, well, why didn't you just use that? You know what I mean? Because I guess that time around we could have. But I liked how we did it, the Do It for Sarnia one, because it it was felt different. You get you get you you know no. You were connected to it. Yep, and, that, and that's what yeah. I was thinking by yeah. it. it. It developed your character, I think, more, and it developed who you were. Okay. Like, uh, like you know, in, in a deeper sense. of, And, and everything you're saying reflects that mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, you value those connections in, yeah. that, in that change you made more than a dollar amount that could get you a fancy chair or a fancy lift or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. To you, you're sitting here talking like those connections are more valuable with such integrity and truth that somebody listening might be like, yo man, a dollar's worth more than like a connection. Mm. But I to serious, you, yeah. like your character was developed so much through that, yeah. that if it did happen during, let's call it the GoFundMe era, mm-hmm. who knows what your character would be like. It's you, you, well, because, because you could pa- be a stuck up snob for, for patience, all we know. Because patience yep. time you had plays a role. Because as you mentioned before, you had ADHD mm-hmm. and then you were in a chair. Because that's the thing. is like Which requires patience to the thousandth degree mentally. Absolutely. And, so, and, and it's not to take away from the seriousness of the injury. Like So what actually, I just remembered something. That I don't I, think I anybody's gonna... taking away any seriousness of your injury. No, but I guess I'm saying that to preface what I'm about to say. Okay. Is that preface or preface? Preface. Yeah, I said preface. Preface, <laughs> what I'm about to say is I remember when Humboldt, you know, those hockey players yep. in Saskatchewan, uh, Saskatchewan. Yep. Right. And obviously awful the crazy time when crazy. that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this isn't anything to say negatively about the, uh, about the individuals who survived. Um, I do remember someone coming up to me and saying, Hey, you know, Dan, you should go out and talk to these kids and, you know, really, really galvanize them, really get them going and stuff. And I'm like, and encourage them and support them. And I'm like, one of these kids go fund me just hit like, eight million dollars and on top of that completely different situation exactly i was like completely different situation like what am i gonna what there's nothing Uh, here they sorry they have everything they need yeah like they the one you know the survivors all the tools they need they have all the tools they have all the support yeah they they don't they don't have everything they need they have have everything they need to get through it to get yes all the resources yes yes. you have all the resources at your fingertips to get through this you're 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 more than capable um, b- with these resources. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, or I guess like the key thing is that, you know, your willingness to, to, to use them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And I'm not saying I didn't have resources or anything like that. I'm just saying in the era of one GoFundMe and, you know, what happened to these, you know, these boys um, was, uh, you know, they were, I don't want to use the wrong wording here. They were put in a position where, 
the bounce back is definitely at their grasps. You yes. know what I'm saying? There's uh, national support. Na- that, that's my point. Yeah, national they had national support. support. And on top of national support and attention through media, there's also unlimited resources like online counseling. Things that we could yeah. have never imagined. Imagine you could have had someone to talk to when you were in your, like laying there motionless in bed. Well, do you know what I did? Probably so I talk had, to a TV so I, or so I had speed dial. Okay. So I had... If you guys don't remember, speed dial is yeah. when you had one through nine and I, it would have people's numbers programmed. I had one through 14. Uh, so I had one through 14 numbers on my phone. Mm-hmm. So uh, family, friends, all the way to 14 of different people that I would call. I would go down the list... If one of them didn't answer, I'd go to the next one, the next, next one, one, the next one, the next one. So when we're talking about uh, online counseling, that's that was my online so counseling. So yeah, people nowadays, you can't even... I mean, I've been up at 4 or 5 a.m. unable to sleep. I'll jump on Facebook Messenger. I can find somebody on to say what's up to. Right, right. Whether yeah. it's like a sketchy friend I haven't talked to in 10 years mm. that's up at 4 a.m., or something, but there's someone there always, almost always to reach out to yeah. it and at least say... But Facebook Messenger wasn't available when I That's had what access. I'm saying. It was, it, you had to write them on your crazy. wall. Yeah. You had to write that shit on their wall. So the difference is, like, that, that, that's crazy. That's why I think it's easy for me to say out loud, imagine this happened during GoFundMe, how much, mm-hmm. quote unquote, we have no video. Once again, I'm air quoting how much easier it would have been. Oh, yeah. But... Would it have been easier? Would it have developed your character? I don't think the same people would have been impacted the same way. No, and you I know? think, and no. I don't think you would have had those connections to where you go out in public no. and somebody's like, "You actually changed my life." Yeah, based on the way it's you true. approach things. No, it's true, and I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm no. saying that by the time I got to the hospital in Sarnia, which was only four or five months after my accident. I had yo. Uh, I just saw somebody on Facebook complain about a two-hour wait. In emerge, and being on a podcast with you gave me so much more perspective on that. Oh, because right, that been you in the just said for... I came back only after four to five months. Oh yeah, only, only. Like, well, yeah, because well, my first stint was only so crazy. four to five months, and then I was in Sarnia for another nine months. After yeah, that. that's crazy. Yeah, man, I know. When people complain about being in the hospital, I'm like, yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's it's you'll be out. I'm like, you'll be okay. Will I? Yeah. Yeah. You'll be out by you'll your next f- meal. Don't you'll worry. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, what I was saying is that, uh, you know, when it came to connections, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, uh, he was a janitor. Um, and I'm not sure if he's still working there or not because it's been 15 years since I was there. Um, he, 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 would, he came up to me and said, hey, you know, reading your story, um, you know, really, you know, would get me up in the morning and stuff like that. And I saw, I thought that was cool. You know, I really thought that was, um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. No, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. And then it was, uh, um, it was, it, it felt good to know. It did feel good to know that, you know, some people were finding, I guess, I guess inspiration out of it. Mm-hmm. Although I, we've talked about this, I didn't feel like that. Yeah, it's nice to know that some people took it as, hey, you know, a kick in the ass kind of thing. Like, you know, let's get my life in gear kind of thing. Inspiration is such a weird thing. It is anyways. a weird thing because, like, some people can hate it. Like, man, myself. people can see the words "live, laugh, love," and all of a sudden their life turns for a positive. 
doesn't make any sense at all. It's a really mysterious uh, force. Remember when it was everywhere? When yeah. that was just everywhere? <laughs> like it was in those it was in those pre-made portrait caption like, what's that borders. the live laugh love yeah i remember that it was oh, on everything yeah. it was i on always everything. joke in sarnia if you're not a homeowner if you don't have a live laugh love in your home in like some sort of weird triangle art in your house mm-hmm. like some that some other local person made yeah <laughs> um but so that everyone you know knows so i don't talk the being in a chair is being in a chair but everyone has levels of pain and suffering that they go through, right? So I guess my main focus for several years now has been what's on your plate through life is on your plate, right? So it's more about, I guess my focus has been more about grace and understanding what I'm going through is what I'm going through. You don't Mm -hmm. have to go through it. Why? Because it's me that's going through this. It's not to say that my pain is irrelevant to you or not of your concern or has no impact on you. It's to say that, your support is welcomed. Your support is appreciated. Um, but the person that has to carry these sticks or this burden or, you know, I guess in Jesus Christ's case is this cross mm-hmm. is me. Yeah. I am the one to carry this. And that's that's how that's how I've looked at it. But, like, everyone has their own, I guess, you know, cross to bear. So let's get, let's get into that then, I guess, the... The old cross to bear the weight to carry. Uh, I I noticed personally. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a personal like objective observation I made. I noticed you were a little more stressed the week of coming up. Yeah. To the anniversary. Um, also, let's touch on this real quick. You call it anniversary, but what did we find out just before the podcast? Some well, others call it. So others call it Life Day. They call it Life Day. A life and day. I looked it up, and I don't know why they call it. I haven't figured out why they call it. That. I could imagine maybe it's a synonym for like a new birth. A second day. At, a or second, second life. Second life kind of thing. I can see that. I could see that being like yeah. that's kind of the play on words. Because it um, essentially is. Because I've referenced that when I do talks, like I talk about how this is the same life that I'm living, but I'm looking at it through a new lens. So essentially it is, could be a... You're literally, like, I I don't know how to word it in like a a very eloquently way. I know know I'm cool saying whatever to you, but I just want to word it eloquently, but you're... You're literally living life in a different vessel right. than what was before. Was supposed to be lived in according to genetics. You correct. Like you know what I mean? Like your brain was not born prepared for this journey at all. Whether we believe it's prepared for whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just a completely you're in a completely different game. Right. For lack of better terms. Right. So oh, yeah. yeah, so I could see it. It definitely is a second birth. It's a second, you're in a different body, well, almost, really. Yeah. Well, it's almost like, you know, a different game, but like you're different. It's as if like I've, I started the game moving like L, like the horse, like the knight on a chessboard. Yeah, you and started then, the game like you were in easy mode and then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to start an extra hard mode. No, 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 no. I'm saying, no, no, here, 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 here. Let me throw this at you. Okay, we're going chess, Matt. We're going chess. We're going okay. chess. So you know how the pieces move, right? Of course. I'm, I'm like 1,300 chess You right delayed here. a little bit there. Do you not know how it works? Bro, I'm 1,300 chess rating. That's oh, okay. like yeah, yeah, decent we, yeah. rating. I, I ain't no GM, but we, we're we, getting there. We haven't played yet. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you up, bitch. Yeah. So, so yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, defensive quick. Uh, so the horse, the knight, sorry, the knight, he jumps, he jumps in an L. Yeah. He can jump over pieces. He's the only piece that can jump over pieces. Um, Unless you're doing that fancy French pawn move. At the end of the beginning. I think it's the beginning. No, I think you got to do that like a passe de la pawn or whatever it's called. Oh, jump. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Well, you tell the story. I'll look it up. So it's as if my life started off as a knight and then I moved over to a bishop. En passant is the move. Okay. Um, pawn makes move two separate squares. It can be chavished. Yeah. Fun little fun fact. Of yeah. At the beginning. The <laughs> yeah. So you started off as a knight. Then you just moved to a bishop. Or you start off as a rook and you move to a knight. You're just, you're living life from a different, uh, See, I point of view. I would have went queen who can go to any piece. Any piece? Metaphorically to a knight who's limited to only Ooh, L shapes. L shapes. Yeah. I like, like that. I know, yeah, I know yeah. you were going for the jumping over people kind of thing, but I like how the knight metaphorically is limited to certain things where the queen can go. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Let's do that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as if you started off as a queen and then I moved to a knight. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But you're still playing the same game. You're still, still trying playing, to win but the that, same game. And that was my point is that the board, the board didn't change. Yeah. The board didn't change because you mentioned, you know, it's like a different game. It's yeah. the same game. Same game. It's just so crazy to think that, like, it's just so different. You know what it's I mean? It's very different. So different. Imagine having limited moves. Imagine you're just sitting the whole time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Imagine. It's, it's crazy. Imagine going from being able to, you know, go this, that, that, and then now you can only, only move. In these directions. These only little L shapes. Only work, L shapes. Work your way across the board. board. Meanwhile, the queen, if it's got free lane, it's... It's gone. Gone. It's gone. Taking yeah. all your pieces, motherfucker. It is. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Can we... Are we Are we done with the... Are we done with the chess? Yeah, but I'll still beat you. No, no, no. No, no, no. I said are we done with the references. Yeah. But, but you I'll, see what I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because... Happy... And so, yeah. I could see how they would call it Happy Life Day. Yep. I could see how they could... um how they could say that and um i've ne- like I've, I've never certainly called it but i i'm okay if someone says happy anniversary someone yeah. said happy birthday the other day yeah and or the other the last week and i was fine with that too yeah it's just acknowledging it you can acknowledge it in almost any way that you feel as long as it's coming from you know your intent mm-hmm. you know as long as your intent is to just simply acknowledge and that's usually explained too because it's not just a simple, hey, happy birthday. You know what I mean? And there's, there's some, sometimes I look at, uh, you know, my birthday versus my uh, anniversary. What's more important? What do you celebrate harder? What do I celebrate harder? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I guess the weight of my birthday doesn't carry as. M- Birthdays th- fade off by like twenty. Well, see, that's the thing. Is like you know? you've done them. You've done yeah. so many of them. And and you're trying to avoid them. You're trying to. Some people do. I don't. I don't. You, you, I know what you're saying. You're though. not I know full what you're saying. embrace. Like you know what I yeah. mean. You're not like fuck yeah. Like, I'm one year closer to death. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> twenty eight. Awesome. You know, it's yeah, like does anyone come. really go nuts for twenty eight? Hey, like death. I'm right. I'm coming quick for you. I'm you know, thirty three now, baby. Like thirty three sounds dope to me. I think mm-hmm. thirty three sounds cool. I like the sounds of thirty three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Grant Hill, shout out. I, I don't know. It might feel different. Well, and then here's the thing. We talked about, you know, the halfway point. Yes. Right. Okay. So fun fact before this pod, we, why we were laughing before. I don't know if we <laughs> kept it in our intro, but we couldn't do an intro. I don't do know if intro. we kept it or not. I was trying to figure out what is it called when your birthday is the halfway of your age or whatever it is. What did you call that? The halfway of your age? Yeah. What, what was it? No, 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 I said the champagne birthday. Champagne that's birthday. Not, that's not that. Where your birthday falls on the date. Date of the Exactly, of the something month. like that. I yeah. was trying to figure that out, but I was way, just even me explaining this shows you how much I was overthinking it. Right. And I was trying to figure out at what point would Dan's accident be the halfway point of his life. Right. To have lived half his life. Under those circumstances. Correct. And then my dumbass couldn't figure out it would just be twice the, the age. age that it happened at. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I think this, I think we did start this episode as what is 18 plus, <laughs> 18, sorry, 18 times two. Yeah. Which is what, Dan? 36, baby. So yeah, so in three, so in three years. It'll officially be. I will, I, I guess I would have lived this this life this life yeah the same amount of day but not consciously because like it's not like i was what was the first five six years right yeah exactly yeah no i'd say three Eight, four nine yeah <laughs> i'd say first three three four oh, you got a good memory because i have memories from then so um um but yeah so yeah 36 would be the halfway so that and so you know in comparing them to birthdays i guess by the time i turned 36 that that'll be cool Yep. You know, that'll, that'll be cool. And I think 36 sounds cool too. Yep. So. But what will be more important to you? Turning 36 or? On the year that you turn 36, what do you think will bear a little more weight? Because. Well, probably the 18. Yeah. I was going to say from an outside source, I don't see you stressing for a week about your birthday. Right. <laughs> I'm not overthinking. Were you, do you think you were overthinking that because you don't know? You kind of mentioned before that this year it wasn't filled so much with reflection on the day of. Because I like to do that. I, I See, here's what happens. Previous, before. I do the stuff as the day comes up. Okay. Because I've, as soon as for me, and I've said this to some people, as soon as the calendar turns to August, okay. my mind already goes. Yeah, there. I already, I, I noticed you kind of. You know what I'm saying? Here and I there would be a little wavering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I guess. Uh, I could call myself more of a space cadet when August arrives, but I definitely, I move slower in August. Is that from previous encounters? Like um, when you did occur, like when you did run into your anniversary, did you run into a lot of emotions and things on that day? Oh yeah. That were unexpected that you're like, I need to handle this coming up to it so I can, I guess, enjoy this day or celebrate this day. Well, because I, I realized that, in the first year, because I had such expectations in the first, after the first year, I, none of those expectations were met. It was just all disappointment. I first imagine, year, yeah, the first, first year, year you thought it was going to be. It, it, first year was just nothing but disappointment. And the second year was like recapturing and like taking control. So it was like, hey, this shit's mine. This is my dance. You guys are just you know, here for the show. Yeah. So, and that was after a negative, negative kind of experience. experience. Yes. So, and then the expectation after that was just continuous. And then some years I didn't do, um, what I traditionally do. So, um, 
after the first year, um, I was very upset and I've mentioned this before. I was very upset. And what I did was I called my friend Jen and we had Shadow just, Jen. we had just finished prom. I just finished going to prom and I remember how much fun that was. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like about, well, shit, one thing I like about me is I like looking good and I also like feeling good because I look good. Fuck yeah, baby. So I can't look you in the eyes for longer than 13 seconds. That makes sense, bro. I'm looking down right now. I don't want to fall in love. There it is. So um, that's why we don't have a lot of... I only have two mirrors in the house. So, you know, (laughs) avoid them. Um, And I I love going out. I love getting fancy and stuff like that. So I remember I asked if she would come celebrate this day with me one year from that day. So I asked her that night. So that was after the negative experience. Legit, legit within the hour of leaving that negative experience. You're like, I'm not letting this happen I'm, again. Exactly. Exa- yeah. that's, honestly, bro, word for word, that's almost exactly what I said. Yeah. Not exact. Not almost exactly. That is exactly what yeah. I said. I am it's never letting this happen again. This shit's not happening again. Yep. So uh, that's what I chose to do. Not, not every year did I go for dinner. Um, I remember one year I just, I remember I had my brother put me on my mom's couch and I just sat there. Most most of the day, yeah. I just chilled there, yeah. Love it. And but the but the point is, the point is that every year, I choose I take this time to not only move slowly, but to be deliberate and unapologetic with whatever the hell it is I want to do. Of course, you should be. Yep. And I think it's a solid reminder of how I should live my life in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's a day where I get to look at, you know, what I've done, what I've become, where I've grown, where I've fallen, you know, whatever. Right. And say, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I can choose to remain like this if I want to, or I can choose to build on this if I want to. But the point is, is I, choose you know what i mean this shit is me and mine to decide and i've had situations unfortunately i've had situations and scenarios where um that choice had been something that had been partially i guess i relinquished that choice in some situations uh year after year or a couple years um on my anniversary i forgot that important lesson that i decide and be unapologetic yep. and live that way, leave, live that way that I want to live. You forgot to look out for number one. Exactly. And that, uh, I remember by doing that was kind of, it was detrimental. Um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the greatest that, uh, I had forgotten that lesson, but I come back around and, you know, everything comes back full circle. You know, everything does come back full circle. So, um, I remember, you know, this year, the last couple of years, for sure, um, I've definitely done my best to stay true to that. And by doing that, I stay true to myself. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I stay true to the person that uh, that made that promise. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it's about. That's what it's about. It's it's staying. And, and those are. Th- the, it's a virtue. Yep. It's a virtue, and th- that's the shit like you got. Patience. Yeah. You gotta. You, you got. You gotta keep that shit with you. You can't waver. You can't waver on virtues. You can't wa- waver on those. Those are your foundations. You you stand by those. Yeah. So how did you feel <clears throat> at the end of the day last week? 
when it was your 15 year anniversary. What was your thoughts at the very end of the day? Uh, thoughts, thoughts. Or actually, you know what? Give me a quick recap of your day. What did you do? Um. Well, for it's confidential by nature what I did partly, but did you masturbate? No, no, not okay. that. It's because um, <laughs> I had had a conversation. Actually, you know what? I don't even think they listen to this podcast, so I think I'll be fine. Uh, and if they do, thank you for listening. Yeah, I I had a conversation uh, with a friend of mine, and I had been I had been going out to a couple stores to look for something specific okay um so i had went out to a couple stores um i ended up running into a friend of mine um his his wife who i call her a friend too but uh they had actually recently moved back into town okay and i knew they had moved into in june but i hadn't seen either one of them because i know they're moving back in they have a newborn or a one-year-old i should say and a four-year-old i think too and so busy house renovating and stuff so uh, i remember when i'm in that boat too when somebody has a new kid i'm the opposite of i think most where i'm like can i come see your new kid i'm like i don't talk to them i'm like do your shit yeah do your thing and holler at me holler at exactly holler at me when like i will make myself which i hope people that know me and don't hear from me after you have a kid i'm doing that for your sake just so you know yeah it's not that (laughs) and i i think i'm the same way a little bit too because when someone has a child Bro, like uh, their time isn't their own anymore. Yeah, it becomes a they whole have different... they, they they have a dependent. Yeah. So you have to be flexible as possible. Whole different value. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, uh, so I remember I I ran into I ran into her and then made plans to you know meet up at some point, um, which felt good. Um, I had ran into sorry, you're small, so you almost ran into everybody. But well, yeah, uh, you can't go out and not <clears> run into somebody. So I went out to a couple stores. I remember I went out to to Winners. I went to Michaels. I went to home sense for a bit um i scheduled uh, live the life of a middle-aged white woman yeah, for bro. an afternoon yeah bro yeah buddy uh, this one's even better <laughs> this next part's even better i uh i went to go visit my my friend uh my friend's parents uh no i, I went to go visit her mom uh, her dad had passed away uh a few years ago but uh um, her mom and her aunt were um on their porch chilling uh, in the suburbs, so it was nice to just sit and just chat with these uh, nice ladies for a bit. I'll assume they were white. All white, all yeah, white. Yeah. A couple cops rolled by, checked the scene. <laughs> yeah. Why's this guy hanging out in this neighborhood? Well, it was funny. I pulled up into the driveway, and three of them were like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? And then, uh, well, it's because I don't usually pull into the driveway. That was, that was kind of funny. So, no, it was my, uh, no, it was my good friend, Kel, uh, her mom, uh, Lenny, shout out Lenny. Shout out Lenny, shout out Cal. Um, and if you didn't want to be mentioned, we apologize. No. And you didn't hear those names. Yeah, no, that's all right. No, I think they're no, they're cool with it. Uh, so it was nice. No, it was nice to see her. Um, it had been a while since I've been at the place, and then um, after that, uh, made sure I scheduled, uh, confirmed, confirmed my appointment for my tattoo. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's gonna be a fun. I want to <clears throat> touch on that. That's yeah. fun. So confirmed that for the next day. So I got the. I, I made sure I didn't want to do the tattoo on the day. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot to take in yeah, on one day. Yeah. So and then um, I went out for dinner, uh, Big Fish with Jen. Shadow Big Fish. Yeah. And uh, Alex. It was funny. Um, Alex, who owns uh, who owns Big Fish, he uh, 
he waited till I got there because apparently he had to go to like a soccer game, but he waited for he waited for us to get there to see us oh, through his seat. Awesome. So that was that was pretty cool. And you go there often, right? I've been there for I want to say at least six, at, at least half of them. Okay. At least half of them. Okay. Um, because even on the ten year one, uh, I didn't go on the day. Okay. The next day. I went for dinner. Now, maybe I can transition. Yeah, Is yeah. that basically the end of your day? Dinner? Yeah. Chilled? Dinner, chilled, yeah. Yeah. So let me transition into the next one then. Yeah. I didn't want to cut off the day. No, no, no. That's, that's Compare, it. Let, let, let's break it down into five-year segments. Five-year, 10-year, 15-year. Okay, yeah. So the first five? First five, then the 10-year, and then the 15-year. Okay. Obviously, you can't break down the day into full, but what was kind of like a different approach to each of those five years differences? So I guess within the first five, it was still finding my bearings of what this represents. So were you, would you say you were celebrating, but you didn't know what almost? Celebrating. You're just trying to be optimistic. Yes. Try, just trying to put a new spin on it. Yep. You know, just trying, trying to, to find t- some bearings. Yeah, just trying to take it back, not make it. So I guess building new memories on the day. Yeah, and not Cre- just dwell on it. Exactly. Basically. Not yeah, yeah. dwell on it. But just create new memories. Okay. So, so in essence, I guess the first five years was let's get this taste out of my mouth. So it was like an active, um, actively, actively changing the narrative. Yeah. yeah. So yes. active decision making, active yes. thoughts to actually change the approach and thought process yes. to what's going on. Okay. Conscientiously. Yeah. Deliberate. We're, we're getting good at work. Oh yeah. We're getting. Fucking, we're killing it, bro. We may stutter here and there. We may reuse them a couple times. We have the juice. We got three syllables. We make syllables. sure they resonate. Yeah, we got we got three syllables. We got four syllables. So- What's that? You want five syllable word? Resignation? No. We got that Ingly. <laughs> word if you need it, baby. Five syllables. <laughs> so yeah, five uh year five for sure. Uh, within the first, yeah, first five, that was definitely it. Um the so next almost like compensating, finding your bearings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finding out who you were almost. Yeah. Like re- the, the, the rebirth, the second birthday kind mm-hmm. of. Because within the first five years, what was going on? You're um, five years old. You're just a little baby. Uh, I guess I hadn't even really... Uh, what age would I have been? So 20, 23? Um, I think I was probably in a relationship. And that's the thing is like, you know, definitely within those first 10 years, I was bouncing from relationship yeah. to relationship. And do you think, now ridiculous. this might be a bit deep of a question, yeah, but yeah, yeah, do you me. think even within the first five years, do you think there was still a tad of denial of the situation in your brain? Mm. Or do you think by year five, it was like, this is what it is I'm making do? Because I know by year 10, I don't think that existed at all. Because I was there with you and I didn't sense it at all. Or I don't think... I don't think I still swim in that. I don't. I don't think I've ever swam in that pool. No. I don't think so. Like do like make make do, making do. Um, not not you, making do. Like not. You like, use what you got or no? Like what denial are you in the sense of like like not denial like like, I guess not accepting. Oh no. Like um, like a little resentment maybe in the back of your brain. Oh. That might be the word. Because by year 10, it's kind of like this. I was there and it felt like you were like, this is me. This mm-hmm. is my situation. Mm-hmm. Like you said, well, fucking that's definitely, deal with it. So I was going to say that was definitely, that's probably the big difference between year five and 10. That's five probably, and 10. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's where the big that, growth yeah. happened. Okay. Yeah. There's big, oh, there's bro. There's huge growth between yeah. five and 10. Major growth. But the interesting thing is there's big, there's even 
I don't know, man. Five and ten is a lot of growth, but yeah. ten to fifteen, a shitload. I feel like ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen for you, was huge because COVID played a part in that. I feel like it's been not so much growth for you, and it's hard to exchange these words because they're so heavy. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been a change of approach as well for you. Oh yeah. Big time. Definitely a different like, change of approach. Um, not to say you haven't grown, but it hasn't forced you to grow at the exponential rate you had to in the first 10 years of it, of adaptation. Correct. Because one of the first five, just to jump back, yep. the first That's five, it. you got to grow up quick. Yep. The, like 18 like you years said, old, you got to start. A lot of people say yeah. you're reborn. So yeah. you're, you're in this new, mm-hmm. a new body. Yeah. It's old body, but you're in a new functionally different body. You got to figure out how to eat. Yep. You got to figure out how, you know, your body works, your organs work, your bladder, your bowels. You got to figure out how all this shit works. Oh, all yeah. of it. You know, you got to think about how does your skin shit, react to... you ain't to, even peeing the same way. Exactly. Like, nothing's yeah, yeah. the same. Nothing. Yeah. You have to understand how your uh, skin operates under pressure, sitting down for too long, not sitting down for too long. Imagine tr- playing a new sport, but you have to win the first game. <laughs> right that's right. basically it yeah. you, you pick up a badminton racket never play badminton yeah but you have to win and if you lose you're fucked yeah exactly and then just and then there was education there was sorry there was an education component to it as well not just you know knowing it for myself but um when i was educated on autonomic dysreflexia ever said that word to you nope say it again autonomic dysreflexia so what it is is Sounds like somebody unhappy. To I see think I may have. I think I may have alluded to this back in the day or on the cast, but um, there's information. So nerves that run from my brain to the rest of my body don't make it there, and nerves that run from parts of my body to my brain don't make it there. So entirely. they're like cars running out of gas. Cars on a running on a high. Exactly. That's the perfect way to yep. describe it. So, but here's the thing. Let's say I get a toenail that's like a hangnail on like my toe. Let's say I like my, which has happened before. My toenail like raises which up. Which should, like which should elicit a nerve response that yes. says, hey, there's something going on in your foot. Exactly. Take a look down there and see and what's up. you immediately react. So right now, if you stubbed your toe, you would immediately react. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even, flip because that's how quickly the nerves fire. Right. From your toe to your brain, it's lightning. Right. It's just boom. It's very instantaneous. So let's say you don't have that car that travels that fast up that highway. Let's say it just runs out of gas. You're in a Tesla with a half a battery. Exactly. What happens is the whole body will signal. It'll create basically an alarm that sends you through these stages that says, hey, something somewhere below your level of injury right. is wrong. We can hear some alarms going off. Alarms are going off. We don't, we can't tell you where we're just telling you something's wrong somewhere. And that's so the you're game. patting yourself down. Exactly. Like, hundred percent. So if I would feel, so the sensation, so the dysreflexia, when it kicks in, it sets you through, you either start to get cold sweats, you either start to get um, lightheadedness, uh, you get uh, goosebumps, um, you get, so cold sweats, goosebumps, cold sweats, goosebumps. Now, when you start to get lightheaded, you can get loss of vision and migraines. The migraines can sometimes occur first, uh, which is interesting. The cold sweats can sometimes appear later on, but when you really have to start like hurry the hell up and find what's going on, 
is when you start losing vision. Right. You have to hurry up and find because uh, not, not, not like you're not, you're not like seconds, but like you should take it seriously and figure out what exactly is going on because your blood pressure is dropping. Well, we've talked about that. I think about, we have talked about that. I, I've mentioned before how the worst superpower in the world is to feel no pain. No pain, yeah. Because, and, and I imagine that's the exact scientific well, reasoning. Well, I've told you that I've burned my hand holding a mug. And you just tea. don't know. I just didn't know. And, and, and if you, same thing, if you feel no pain, but your legs work, imagine that you break your ankle, you'll just keep walking on it. You just keep it, walking. Yeah. Or making it worse and mm-hmm. worse. And mm-hmm. no nerves are telling anything that... Anything's, Anything's wrong. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that, um, so that education piece, that was something within the first five years that I had to learn and understand. Could you compare that? I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to compare this stuff, but could you compare that to the, the idea of, and I don't know if you experienced this before your accident running leg syndrome. Oh, where where you, you, feel, you feel like, like oh, I still have that. Okay, so it's kind of similar then. Oh yeah, the phantom pain stuff. Yeah, where you just feel like your legs need to move mm-hmm. and yeah. like. So, oh yeah. So if you're somebody with legs that work and you have restless leg syndrome, that's a similar mm-hmm. feeling, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. except yeah. probably like one hundredth yeah. of the. So it's me sitting at this desk. Every time we move after we're done a set, right, a session. I feel like I have to move and, you know, like I'm ready to step up out of the chair. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so like that, yeah, that's the little thing that happened. So to my point, yeah, year five was a lot of, I guess, education. But then year between five and 10. Did you party hard though, year five? Between one and five? Yeah. Between one and five. Uh, probably by five, like at five. Oh yeah. Yeah, you were partying. Hard. Oh yeah. Although oh, yeah. although you weren't as at peace with yourself, you were going hard. Well, eh? see, like, and you're younger, young, wild, and free. Oh no, I guess no. From year three to five, no, sorry, year three to like, you were young, dumb, and drunk, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the Stokes Thursdays, bro. Yeah. That those were on fire. Those, <laughs> they those, were during those three three years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I was living it for those ones. <laughs> um, but then five to ten, like I said. Um, it was relationship to relationship. Okay. And, 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 and that's a given, given your mid twenties. Like, yeah, yep. I mean, whether the, you're in a chair or you're not that, that well, I think that's most mid twenties, unless well, you're in a high school. Well, here's the thing is that, you know, I had a roommate and, um, uh, well, one of my roommates that I had in the hospital, I'd go back and visit him. And I remember him telling me how, you know, he, 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 he never dated or anything like that. And this is nothing against him or anything like that. But I remember thinking about that and like thinking like, wow, man, that's crazy. And, but I remember one of his reasons was that, you know, like, you know, who wants to be someone who, 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 who dates someone in a chair. And I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know, man, that's not really the mindset. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like to think, to think of yourself and that's, and I guess that falls into why, you know, when you said you don't really think of me or you don't you, I don't really talk a lot about being in a chair. Yes. Because I don't, have that outlook of myself. Right. So I don't project that exactly. to others. Yep. Because I feel like if I did, if I made every single thing about me, about my chair, then the only thing I would present to another, I guess, mate mm-hmm. is the chair. Yeah. I'm not presenting me. So I don't want to present the chair. Mm-hmm. I want to present me. Yeah. And you a fine piece of ass Thank for you, a lack of better terms. Thank you, brother. So that's the thing is like, you know, when, so I remember 
I remember, so dating was something. So you remember we were talking about, you know, that dude who, you know, was a dickhead who didn't want to talk, talk to me much about dating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's like, it, it, it's, it, that was the thing. And so I remember for me, it was a very big, I guess, ego boost or not ego. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a relief to know that dating's still an option. Oh, so yeah, from yeah, year yeah. five to ten, bro, which that's I could, what it was for me to say. Yeah, it's obvious. It's easy from the outside, but I could see. I mean, I get a zit and I get self conscious. So I could, I could only imagine your self conscious awareness of it. But yeah, like, bro. I know when girls see it, like, yeah, he's a babe, and when I see him, like, yeah, he's a babe. Yeah, bro. So like that, like, but I could see how it would take five to ten years to come to terms mm, with that. True, true. And I can, yeah, and I feel, yeah, no, and that makes, yeah. Now that I think about that, yeah. Um, cause I think that's probably around the time when I, I think the first, and time on I top of that, you like, you just went through puberty you're in your, like, that's what I think a lot of people <laughs> and I forget talking about this. And maybe even you forget is not only are you dealing with those chair evolutions, the chair growth, mm-hmm. you're also just a normal dude, normal dude, man shit, fucking too. Yeah. getting some boners and looking for some girls. <laughs> It's regular guy like, stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Like, no, I feel you, man. It's like, like it's, it's and and now it's compounding. Like it's very. This very is completely off topic. Yeah. When you were going through that stuff, what took more priority? Was it your that humanistic side of things or the, the adaptation side of things? Oh, so like the adjusting and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Or, did, or, well, like, see, it was, or was it like? When you went out on a Friday, little animalistic Dan came out, and no. then Sunday fucking chair dan came back out no man it was see there's so many roles to play that's what i mean it's like when you start to think of it because it was you see my mind was always what are we doing to benefit our recovery are we walking again right you know what i mean um and then there was also we have to finish school dan we have to finish this business marketing at lambton and then that come after year five Bro, I took a couple of years off. Yep. So yeah, that was after year five too. So so that came after the like maturity yeah, acceptance yeah. of everything. Yeah, yeah, bro. Because because I was like, fuck, this is brutal. Like I should be doing more. There are times where I go back and forth, and I'm like, I should be focusing more on this. And then relationships were still in the part picture, so I was like, all right, well then let's focus on this. And then it's like, well, sh- sh- I need to, I need to start finding a job. Well then you know I start working a job, and it's like, well. Do, do, should I probably finish school? Yeah, let me go back and finish school. So quitting jobs and then go back to finish school. You know what I mean? It's like you and then a lot of people don't even know that you've like worked a job and stuff. Oh, yeah. People just assume when you're injured, you're just like. I had someone assume that the other day. They're actually. just like, have fun living life and a million dollars or something. I'm like, yo, this guy's worked like full time jobs and he like runs like companies and shit. Like, you know what's funny? Just because you can't walk doesn't mean you're just fucking. The government's like, here's a million dollars, have fun, bud. It's you know what's funny? You know when I feel that they think that is when they say this the saying, um, "Hey, it's nice to see you out." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, legit, when I first started going to bars after my accident, hey, man, it's great that you're out. Like, I guess it's, like, as when if it like, first happened, that's all right. That, uh, I guess I could understand. I, it still it. rubbed me the wrong way. I could it's see, still I could see both sides. Yeah. I could I see can both feel sides. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, I, I get it. I do get it. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, where the fuck 
am I supposed to be? Yeah, because like I said, from you're this out on a Friday night. Why can't I be out on and a that's, Friday and night? That, and that's why you're inspirational and you don't know it. It's because from this side of the table, this perspective, mm. even you just going out, you're like, whoa, yeah. bro, I stay in bed when I have a cold. What you, the fuck? You know, what's, you know what still happens, actually? I think I was in London and maybe a couple, uh, maybe a month ago. No. Yeah. When I, yeah. I was in London whenever I got my last haircut, whatever. Um, I pull up to a, a intersection, a uh, guy beside me, he gestures to my steering wheel and everything. Right. And he goes, he gives me a thumbs up. He's like, yeah, good for you, buddy. Like, good job. congratulations on being able to drive. You've done good kid. <laughs> good job, buddy. And I'm like, what are we supposed to be doing? We yeah. as in quads. What yeah. else? What else are we supposed to be doing? I think it's just naturally. I feel you. But it's assumed that you do nothing. You just sit in a room. I mean, that's the idea. Dude, the term, as terrible as it sounds, the idea of vegging Vegeta, out on, vegging, yeah, vegging out yeah. on the couch. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to veg out on Sunday. That comes from being paralyzed or being in a coma i feel you where you're a quote-unquote vegetable mm -hmm. and it you rot because you wither away mm -hmm. i feel you on that the the root of that is so evil when you think of it or like oh, not yeah. evil but like just but, not good intent it it's crazy isn't there a michael jackson song that says like vegetable something like you call him someone? i think nah, it's wanna be i think it's wanna be starting something but it's probably a bad one <laughs> it's a good song bro wanna be starting something's awesome but um you know and uh, there's this thing that occurs with, this is a little off topic, but there's this thing that occurs with people uh, with quads, um, especially, you know, when you, you know, you meet one and then we all have different levels of injuries and we all have different levels of recovery or types of recovery. You guys don't all go to sleep and dream together, do you? <clears throat> no, no. It's just that we, we compare. I like that you said no legitimately. Like that was a real question. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> like that you all become part of a collective dream world. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. That wouldn't be amazing. Come on. That, that would be incredible. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. <laughs> you all just hang out in a club all like dancing and I would never wake around. up, bro. Yeah, exactly. I'd never wake up. Um, but uh, you get into this comparison mindset. And I guess, you know, it's human nature. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in the world of social media, you jump on there, see someone who's at a, you know, five-star resort or some shit. And like, you know, you start comparing, well, you know, you haven't been on a vacation in nine years or something like that, or, you know, whatever. Um, you compare what this person can do versus what y you can do. I think that's the key. It's not more or less comparison. It's more or less, what do they have that I don't? And you take it as a slight towards you. Yeah, it's like, why are they able to move their left arm so much? I talked to somebody who's a um, social worker, and it's the same thing. It's mm -hmm. like, when somebody gains something and somebody doesn't, the person that doesn't gain something may, if they're not mature enough to process it, oh, yeah. they take they it, take as, it a as a loss to themselves. Yeah. So it's the same thing, I imagine, slight, yeah. where it, you see somebody in your same situation, they gain their, their arm mobility back, their leg, and you're like, what the fuck have an eye? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. But really, it's no loss to you. It's a gain to them. It is a gain to them. And, like that, and that's the thing. But it's like, a humanistic nature of the human brain. It's I, think it's, I think it's a condition. To, uh, I think it's a, con a conditioning. I think for some reason, that or, I can't explain. We I don't think, celebrate other people's. I think it's an evolutionary psychology. You think so? Because it comes down to, hey, if that person got a piece of food and I didn't, they're going to survive and I don't. But why can't we celebrate 
Oh, it's deep rooted in the back of your brain. You know, like if, if you conscious thought, anybody can overcome those thoughts. It's easy to be like, oh, they got, look at people in mansions. You drive by them every day. You don't cry about it. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, but you still, you still look at that mansion sometimes and you're like, exactly. But yeah. you have that conscious thought of, hey, they, they did, they got more different. piece of the, they got a bigger piece of the pie. They did something different than me to obtain that. Where evolutionary psychology, deep, deep down in that brain stem of yours, says they're surviving better than me. Hmm. I need I to get mad at them. I can, see, I can see that. Like I can see that, but that's just that's so frustrating. It is, it, but that's the same thing of evolutionary psychology. Why in jails people end up being in their own race for gangs and things like that. It's like that that's deep survival. rooted, yeah, that deep rooted survival exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when you see somebody gain something and you don't. That affects your survival, which is, even though it doesn't, your brain wants to trick you into thinking yeah. it does. Because I had a roommate who looked at me, and um, I remember his wife said this in front of him to me. Or no, to him, but awkward. like in front of me. It was awkward. She was straight up like, you better start learning how to move like that. Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, so, so what some people don't know... After my first year of being in hospital, so I started off at UH, went to Victoria, had my surgery, and then went to Parkwood for four months of rehab. What's UH? University Hospital in London. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, so UH, Victoria, Parkwood for four months, and then Sarnia for nine months. And then the following year, right, I went back for more rehab just specifically so I can regain some strength and mobility and just, you know, focus on different groups and different things so that I can, you know, regain more and more independence. Right. So this was just a rehab. This was a rehab stint. And I think I backed out of school for this part mm -hmm. of that. So anyway, um, when I did this, uh, I had more mobility. I had more use of my arms and I was practicing like transfers, like getting in and out of bed, using a, a manual chair. You have more use than now? No, 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 no. Oh, I started okay. really gaining. You started, started to gain. Yeah, I okay. started really pushing it and being able to do things on my own. Sit on a surface, sitting up without using my arms and to hold me And that came up. from hard work, not just naturally, right? That didn't come naturally, yeah. Okay. I had to work for it. So, and then using my arms more, using, learning how to stabilize myself sitting on different surfaces so practice sitting on a couch practice sitting yeah. on, the f on the floor practice sitting in different types of chairs and stuff like this and you know getting into bed turning myself in bed like doing all this different stuff right so this um and shout out rob who who passed away um from cancer but he was my therapist he was my physiotherapist shout for this thing shout out rob um and uh, so he really pushed me and, get, you know, got me on this. But I remember my roommate at the time was this guy who was paralyzed from the neck down. So, okay. So, okay. I am also paralyzed from the neck down. But to a higher degree. He was to a higher degree. Yes. So I'm 5'6". He's 3'4". And we're not talking height. Yeah, we're not talking height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just imagined a man who was 3'4". Yeah. So yeah, I'm comparing myself to a guy who's three four. No, three four. That's a vertebrae. His vertebrae. So is the location of okay. your injury is between your C three and C four. Right. So mine is C five, C six. So okay. a full degree higher. Right. So with his injury, he had no use of like anything. Like just his face. And Unless his it was like a, a blessing came along and something happened. What do you mean? Like a miracle happened. 
I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, every one of us is waiting for one of those. Yeah, exactly, but, but yeah. scientifically says, hey, from oh, neck he is, down. He is severed. Well, well, see, then there's different levels of like types of damage you can do to the spinal cord oh, itself. Severed it. I yeah, heard so you say could, severed it. You can you, sever it entirely, so that's ah, a complete tear. And then that's not going to be repaired. You can't repair that. No, you can't. And then there's incomplete where you can find new avenues for... Well, I guess both. You can find new avenues to get information, but that's through like stem cell yep. and also robotic stuff. And like, yeah, Going to you have to create new Mexico to get some neural pathways. Oh yeah. This stuff, ain't <laughs> this stuff ain't sanctioned. Yeah. Um, and then it's expensive too. Cause then there's stuff that's like clinical trial stuff too. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, he couldn't move a lot. Mm -hmm. He couldn't move anything. It was just his face and his head. He controlled his wheelchair with his mouth. Like, oh, like the, the, by blowing into yep. the, the tube and stuff like that. And he controlled everything with that. And um, kind of a dickish roommate. Well, he's a nice guy, nice guy. But like, there were times where he'd fall asleep, right? And his TV would be on. And it was really loud. And I remember I'd buzz the nurse in quietly and be like, "Hey, can you go turn off his TV? It's, it's still on." Like, they'd be like, "All right, yeah, no problem." So they go in, they turn off his TV. This is at like one in the morning. And then he'd wake up. He'd and get wake pissed? up and turn it back on. He would wake up, turn it back on, fall back asleep. I'd be like, "Bro." My favorite thing is people forget that like. People with injuries and stuff are still just people. Oh, yeah. You're still same old you're assholes. Yeah. You're same, same person. Yeah, yeah. You're, same, you're the same person. Motherfucker, turn on the TV. Well, like, I can understand falling asleep to TV. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once it's off, it's off. Fucking give a couple breaths and turn I, that motherfucker up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, come I mean, on. I mean, even like you fell asleep, you fell asleep. But like, why in the hell would after seeing that it was off, would you turn it back on? Like, that was just so annoying to me. Um, but anyway, I remember his wife legit looked at him and said, you better start moving like that. And then she kissed the you. No, <laughs> not even close, bro. Um, but, you know, it was, um, it's that comparison stuff that you get into. And I guess that happens that even if you're an able-bodied person, even if you're, you know, a quad um, you know, I imagine people with cancer might do that too. Like, you know, some of the things that, you know, c comparing, you know, levels of it and stuff like that. Like, and as well, if you don't know as well, like, <clears throat> I mean, it, 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 it's an off comparison, but when I had shingles, I had somebody tell me I was using shingles as an excuse to not do things like the pain. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do you know, like what shingles feels like? Like mm -hmm. they've never, they never had had it. So it's the same thing with you. It's like. People assume things, and like, or assume what can be done. Assume, oh yeah, what it feels like, how it should be approached. And a lot of that, bro. Like, and you know, just to go back into our timeline, a lot of that was year five. A lot yeah. of that was you, between you, one and five. And and actually, no, no, no. A bit of that was milked, uh, sprinkled in into uh, five to ten. Too. Yeah. So, but now, now let's go to ten. Let's go to ten. Yeah. Ten. We did. We did a big. I did mean, it big. I, I can say I was there. Mm -hmm. Time's so, flying, man. That's crazy. You know, um, started the Do It For Sarnia in 10. Okay. Year 10. But the anniversary itself, the date itself, held the event at the Imperial Theater. Okay. Um, had that film. So by, you had just started the Do It For Sarnia. Do It For Sarnia started November, December of 2015 okay. for the year 2016. Okay. Um, Drake was about to drop his Views album, which mm -hmm. I think for me it's my favorite album. Yeah, it's my favorite Drake Easy. album. So Summer '16 was dope. Easy, it was, it was a good summer. Yep, like that summer. Um, uh, my buddy Zach, 
got married a week after a couple weeks yeah zach got married zach and carly got married i don't know if people know who zach is zach is so uh zach was my friend who i had uh who we were wrestling and when i fell landed on my head he was the one who i was wrestling with when it happened um so I was the MC at his wedding. Shout out Zach. Shout out Zach and In Carly. In the best way. Like, I don't know how to shout him and, out. Uh, his, shout his, out Zach. His newborn, Evie. Oh, no way. And uh, Zeke. Zeke Can't is his, wait for Evie to evolve. Zeke. <laughs> Think it'll be Zapatos or whatever? That's not Zach. No, she can't, she can't be Zapatos. She'd have to be. So it's the only Pokemon that evolves into three. There's more now. Oh, oh yeah. There's so many more. But I remember Vaporeon was Vaporeon, the blue one. Vaporeon. Um, Elect. Torion? I don't know. Aquarion? F- Fireon? Flim- Flareon? Flareon? Oh, I think yeah. Flareon was the uh, was the fire one. Yeah. And then there's the electric one. I don't know what the... Zapdos is that bird, bro. Yeah, it is. It's one of the rare birds. <laughs> yeah, that's the rare bird. Yeah, it's this electrical rare <laughs> yeah. bird. Everybody knows that. Uh, but yeah, no, so like, you know, so his wedding, uh, their, sorry, their wedding was um, the week after, which was dope. And... Um, you know, man. So, so it was a good. So, year ten. That's how year ten started. And that's the thing is that, like, so I was twenty-seven at the time, and I felt like that was a very uh, no, no, no. I was twenty-eight, I believe. It feels I like remember. that was like a turn the corner kind of moment. That was that. That's what that one felt like. I can't remember how old I was, but like that's how that one felt. It felt like big things are coming. This was big. And that and that was year ten or was that like that was year ten year ten okay year yeah. ten year ten it was almost like the closing of a chapter almost well the closing of the chapter more so felt like twenty nineteen okay when the campaign itself the do it for starting campaign itself was done oh shit I didn't realize it didn't fin I'm it sure did, we talked about it but I just didn't process no, it, it didn't, didn't finish till two thousand nineteen it that's, did not finish till two thousand nineteen that's relatively recent right. So the thing is, is the last block party that we had is what finished it off. So you were still actually raising funds. We weren't done. Like it oh, wasn't wow. done. But here's the thing is now that the campaign is over, the block party still continues. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, this isn't a slight at like anyone in Sarnia that hosts block parties. But can can we recognize for real that the do it for Sarnia block party. Oh, Dan's calling it out. He's the OG. He's the OG. Like, He's the OG. Like, I'm going to be like Birdman. Put some respect on my name. Put here. some respect on that. Put some respect on it. All right. Ain't no T's in that. Put some respect on that. Put some respect on it. Here we go. So, um, but, uh, you know, the block party now is a thing that uh, is a growing event for the hospital. Mm hmm. So that's, so that's out of your hands now. It's out of my hands. You're still part. Of I'm still part of it. In yep. it, but it's I'm not still part of it. Your hands, but it's not mine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not mine. So our sponsors can our sponsors can change from year to year. Um, the uh, the talent and actually change from year that's to year. is that run by our previous guest, mm-hmm. Kathy, Kathy Alexander. Kathy Alexander. Yeah. There we go. Let's yeah, bring so it full circle. She's the head of the committee that. Uh, Cool. The 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 yeah yeah the the she's the head of the committee that runs that. Cool. So yeah. she was there. She was there at year ten then for sure. She physically wasn't present. She was away. Oh. So she wasn't there, for, but like her team was. Yeah. The, the foundation must have team. been a nice holiday, yeah. Kathy. <laughs> uh, her team. I'm was, kidding. We love you, Kathy. Yeah. No, I love you, Kathy. Uh, she. Uh, uh, yeah. So her team would, would run that. Yeah. So and then so when that start so. When so the block party was in May, the anniversary ten year was after that, and then 
that was when when the year was coming to an end the first year was coming so in 2016 was coming to an end i realized that this campaign is going to run longer that's crazy. It's, 2016 was yeah. the 10 year and it was five years ago. That's correct. When you said that, I, did you see me think out like over yeah. here visually? I was yeah. like, wasn't that last you year? Remember it's that's five years. That's 2021. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So it was, uh, it, it was a hard pill for me to swallow because I wanted it done in a year. So do you think that was heavier at your 10 year anniversary was not so much your situation, but your lack of, of accomplishment and what or success I guess it was an ex- what you wanted to accomplish. It was an expectation that didn't get expectation, met. Expectation. Yeah, it that's was an expectation one. that didn't get met. And but it was I've, also when you look back 2020 yeah. vision, it was oh. an unrealistic expectation to have. Well, not not really. It, it, was, it was an inspirational one, but it was like it was a bold one to have. Coming out of the gate, I it's, it's got to be. It's got to be. If your yep. if your dreams aren't big, if your dreams sorry, who, someone said that if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Yeah, yeah, and, you know and, and there's no nothing wrong with that, but <clears throat> it definitely was like like you said, you were disappointed. It was a reality Wait check. A it was a reality check. There we go. That's sure. a good. That's a good way because, like you said, for you it took a year, and you're like, well, shit. For me, it'll take a year. For a city, it'll take what six months. Yeah. And then next thing you know, four years later, four years like, later. Hey, we got it finally. But as we were talking about with the time, right, yeah. it got the community interested and hooked on the idea of a street party or a event, a live show where it almost feels like, I've heard people say this, this isn't me saying this, where it feels like Bayfest is back. Because yep. remember, throughout this time, Bayfest left. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it was almost, there's a void to be filled. And um, I, by missing my, I guess, goal in the first year, it took people time to say things like, you know, it's nice to have live music back and events in the summertime like we used to. And so with this, it started to build its own reputation as an event that, underperformed every year and then even its last year we only allowed 2100 people in only i say only because we were only allowed so much room because of the sun Agora, like where it is and stuff like that like you're only allowed to fit so many people right there with vendors and everything and you know equipment and staging and stuff like that right so with the trues coming and red wanting blue coming we had we had definitely over, we, we achieved our goal. We achieved the goal of the 15, uh, 150,000 for the campaign. So the campaign as of 2019 was done. We reached it in that year, but it cemented in our fourth year, it cemented itself as a force to be reckoned with, like as an event that can really pull people together, really get people out. And it supports mental health in Sarnia, the staff on the blue water health, uh, found, uh, the blue water health, um, uh, foundation? Uh, no, not the foundation. The hospital, the floor, okay, the mental yeah, health yeah. floor. All those uh, nurses and staff there who work on that floor, they were the volunteers for the event. Okay. And people would come out like, bro, I get emails and messages for, hey, how can I, hey, can I help out with the, uh, and not like kids looking to fill their community service hours. You know what I'm saying? Like people that are like, Hey, I'd really want to help out. Really want to be a part of this. I spent some time on the floor and I really like to, you know, show my support to this event. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so was the first block party on your 10 year anniversary? 
or the year after? No, the same year. The same, same year. year. And so May of like May fifth or something like that. So we can probably say by year ten, you've come to terms with your situation. Now you're looking to give back. Looking to give back to the people that helped you up until the ten year. Up until the ten year? What do you mean? Like we're reflecting still in the five, ten, and fifteen year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you felt. Yeah. So at the end of the ten year one now. At the end of ten year, it was that was giving back to the first year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah that's so, what ten year was. So you almost like you, you got comfortable where you were and you flipped the roles. You wanted to give back now. You mean now where I'm at now? No, at ten year. At ten year, yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So now is the ten year. Um correct, correct. Yeah, yes. yeah, we're we're talking in the Okay, past, yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, we kind of jumped ahead to like 2019 mm-hmm. to the end of the fundraising and yeah. stuff. But by the 10-year the anniversary, give me three words that would describe how you're feeling on the anniversary day. Because I, um, I, I know you didn't do your performance. Like, I know you didn't do the like, this talk on your day. Did I didn't you? do the talk on the day. So on your actual day, do you remember? I know it was five years ago. On the actual day. But what were you feeling that day? Oh, nervousness. Nervousness? Okay. Oh, yeah. Because it was showtime, man. It no, was, no, not show, not show day. Your, not your, show your day. Your actual 10-year anniversary date. That was the day. You did it on the actual day? Bro, I did it on the day. Oh, and you're the, a fucking psycho. I did it on the day and the same time. Oh, you're an idiot. Timestamp that the ambulance picked me up. Oh, you're an idiot. Yeah, bro. Okay, I didn't realize that. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, so nervous. Yeah, bro. So that's all I was thinking about on the date. Right. 10 so, years okay, later. so then I think it's safe to say then by t- year 10, it went from like some uncertainty, finding yourself to knowing who you were and trying to give back at this point now. Mm-hmm. Kind of find, obviously you're always going to be finding yourself mm-hmm. and discovering yourself. But it seems by year 10, like when I was there with you that day, mm-hmm. it felt like you were in control. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you felt yeah. like you were in command of your situation. Well, because I had done it for so many years. Yes. And I do it every I did done it every year. And not to say it was like riding a bike, but it's like, you know, we we build for this. Mm-hmm. This is this is what we we built. We built this. So now we built this. let's jump five years ahead so to, to now now. So to fifteen. Okay, 15. yeah. Fifteen. Now what give me three, five words. What were you feeling at the end of the day? Last week, when it was your 15-year anniversary, not the days before, not the days after, the day of. Um, intentional, honest, um, I'd say slow, too. Yeah. I like, I like slow. Um, intentional, honest, slow. Uh, I don't know why the word deliberate is is still coming in my head, but that's still the same as um, still same as intentional. Um, but you know, it, you know, it's almost like you know you're at the helm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's it, it, you know the best way for me. I you know I know how to describe it would be, um, you know, it's easy. It, I guess it it feels more natural or easier now to stand up in front of a crowd and be, you know, I'm becoming more authentic. Okay. I guess. That's good you know word. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, to use, you know, being more, because practicing being unapologetic about who you are 
is you garner that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You get more of that. You that's what I'm saying is up until the ten year, we've been building something. Mm-hmm. Well, and ten, ten so, year wasn't even about you. It was right. about Correct. everything but yourself, True. really. So fifteen, I, 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 I well, so interestingly enough, I guess the big difference between fifteen and ten, or ten and fifteen, I should say, is if ten was about community, then fifteen was about me. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed a lot um, smaller scale and a lot quieter. Yes, and I like that because after fourteen, so. 14 was during COVID. Mm-hmm. I had felt that um, I had wanted to do something big for 15. Like I had felt that I wanted to do something huge for 15. There's something weird about every five years. That's why I've been referencing yeah. 5, 10, and 15. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. We could choose three or four, but arbitrarily, because five t- well, scenes. It's not, it's not to say that 20 won't be dope. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 20 is going to be cool. But five scenes, every five seems like it's some sort of like flagship. I, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, but uh, the thing with, so year 14, because of COVID, right? Things were shut down. And then when August uh, rolled around during COVID um, 2020, it, there were still some leniencies, uh, or, or I guess there were uh, more leniencies on uh, restrictions. So restrictions had lifted a little bit and you were able to go to restaurants on patios, I think. So I was allowed to, uh, or sorry, we were allowed to still, uh, you know, go to a restaurant, which was nice. And then I remember I met some of my boys out, uh, after for a drink, um, after, uh, after I had dinner, um, with Jen. So that was, that was fun. It was nice. Actually. I remember that we even took a picture it was nice to actually <laughs> we even took well, because this was the first time that I had taken a picture with my my guys <laughs> that just made me laugh net. as a photographer that you're like we even took a picture we even took a picture bro there's even a picture because <laughs> I remember it there's even a moment where we you know I it was nice to actually say that you know I got to spend some time with my boys on this uh hey everybody this night take more pictures that's what I will say to people you think so 100% bro Hundred percent. I think people got to stop taking videos when they're doing live. Stop shit. taking videos of nonsense shit. But yes. if you hang out with your boys, take a fucking picture. I don't mind that. I think it's. Ridiculous. I literally say to people at weddings when they're like, "Yo, don't get my picture." I I've looked at people and said, "Yeah, but if you die, how are they gonna know you were here?" Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh," because <laughs> I'm like, it's true. It's like that's literally what pictures are for mm-hmm. remembering people when they die yeah, those folks in the, like the pyramids yeah. writing on the walls like those are they, pictures if they could take pictures them shits wouldn't be on the walls so take more pictures <laughs> but, we even um, took a picture dan said yeah so i took a picture and it was nice and so i felt that um um i felt that maybe after that one maybe i wanted to do something big for 15 mm-hmm. because that was 14 but when this year got here, uh, I remember I wanted to deviate from doing things like something big, like the ten year. I don't. I, I don't think I want something big like that. Mm-hmm. I like, and I captioned a photo of this saying, "There is beauty in simplicity." Yep. And so that's what my focus was for this year. I feel like it's been like an evolution of your mindset as oh, well. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't want to take credit or the podcast, but I feel like the podcast as well has given 
probably you a new direction as well to focus some energy rather than just speaking in front of crowds about, hey, here's my chair. Go do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just summed that. If you haven't seen Dan speak, I just summed it up, baby. You don't need to see it at all. Can I ever? I don't know if I ever told you this story. So this is actually kind of funny. This is good. Tell it. Tell it. So there was this time where I spoke to... uh, I can't remember the group that I spoke to, but I think it was like a group of like kids from every school like a small group of kids from like all the like catholic schools okay it's like five or ten of these kids from every one of these respective schools anyways um so i was at like the the catholic school board like the board office actually doing this thing anyway there was a reporter there and she she quoted me so you've heard me say this before okay so i said that um uh you know uh, you know i'm in a chair and um you know, I've, uh, you know, I, I wear this smile, you know, and then I, I do the smile, right? Yeah. Not because I'm in the wheelchair. I do the smile. I, I, I wear this smile because I have an opportunity to wear the smile. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not about the chair. It's about the opportunity, right? It's about the life that I'm living versus the chair itself. Right. This isn't about the chair. So I, I get them to highlight that. But I remember that line, that line was quote unquote, quoted yeah yeah in the newspaper and that read this (laughs) (laughs) that read i have a smile i'm in a chair i was like no what i'm so happy i'm in a chair (laughs) exactly i'm so happy i'm in a chair i fucking love this oh my god look at my smile i'm in a chair yo if i have one tip for all you high schoolers oh my god it's to break your c3 or c4 you want a real smile get in a chair yeah you want a real smile holy fucking get in an accident and hurt yourself oh my gosh oh no you see them rocks go jump off it (laughs) Like, and laying on your spine anything is possible yeah no man like oh man i remember uh when I, when I get a chance i'll send you the meme to it and anyone that's listening to this if you guys listen to this episode and want me to share the meme when i find it i will share it but you have to you have to drop us a line so do you think you're from 10 to 15 years now do you think you've kind of transitioned away from being so much chair centric Yes. Into developing spirit, spirit, yeah, yourself man. for who mm-hmm. you are, being mm-hmm. recognized not just as the black guy in a wheelchair. 100%. Being recognized. Because that's what I used to say to people too. People be like, about the block party. I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all realize this guy's organizing this shit. Like, <laughs> he's not just sitting there in the room and it's like the trues are like, hey, Dan, I'll come play. <laughs> Yeah. Like this shit's being organized and worked on. I do stuff. Yeah, I do stuff. exactly. Like I don't think a lot of people realize that either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So this uh, year was a lot more calm. Yeah. A simple. lot more simple. Simple. Um, did you have any any negative emotions at all? Do, do, do you have those at all? Frustrations? Yeah, little frustrations yeah. here and there. You know what? I mean, because I bitch about it. I got TMJ and I bitch about it all the time. I've got, okay, I had one. And I mean, everyone's, like you even said, everyone's shit's relevant I have, to them. I have one. And I don't know how this would happen, but I envisioned the people that were there the night that I fell 
I want to connect somehow with them on how they feel about that. Because I remember if you go back, right, and look. Rewind. There may have been like 11 or 12 of us there that night. Small gathering. Small gathering. And the thing is, is that all the attention, everyone's attention, newspaper, radio, Facebook, when it was, you know, becoming Facebook, right? All of it was about the stories that everyone was talking about and shit. Um, They were like, you know, how's Dan? How's Dan? How's, 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 how's Dan? How's, uh, what was it? How's Dan? How's Dan? How's Dan? And it's like, these people that were there just experienced something traumatic as well. Mm -hmm. They physically didn't experience it, but they saw this shit. Mm -hmm. I wish one, I guess one of my frustrations legit is that I would love to know how they've evolved or progressed and developed from it like and, and if out, it affected their growth yes kind of outside of zach because i've seen him because i've mentioned cause, that because him and first, i have spoken so yeah, like and know. that's one of the first things we talked about that were like a serious topic because i wanted to say like <clears throat> i mean it's got to suck for Zach, too. Like, he's got to live with mm-hmm. that. Like, he had no intention of that. We Zero. talk about purpose and intent on this as one of our pillars. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about purpose and intent. That was zero of his. Zero. Zero. And now he has to live with that. Mm. And I feel like that. how he has managed himself, how he's carried himself, if he didn't carry himself the way he did, it wouldn't have created space for me to do what I did. Right. Because that weighs heavy on him. It can Absolutely. almost, almost like, and, and I don't, I so, think we've talked so about this. So if he crumbled under that weight, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to, I don't think I carried mine. I don't think I would be able right, to carry Right. Because mine. he's like, Matt, like he has to see you and it, it, it's got to trigger something and he's got to do very active mental gymnastics, mm-hmm. mental workouts to be able and to. And I'm not going to get into stuff he's shared with me. But no, like, no, exactly. But it like, takes work. It absolutely did. Yeah, I, would, I, can, I can say it did. I can say it did. work to mm-hmm. get over that, to get over. Even you could have 100 people be like. It's okay. You, or, you could look him in the eyes and be like, man, it wasn't your fault. It's all good. Yeah. But when you leave that room and he goes to bed, there's going to be these creepy oh, yeah. thoughts. Oh, yeah. And I imagine, like you said, for anyone there that night, for the rest of their lives. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's going to be. So that's what I'm saying. The focus was more on me, obviously. Then it probably would, you know, second tier would fall to Zach, right? right. But then third tier, who? Fourth tier, who? Yeah. People like that said, were your friends watching you lay motionless. That's what I'm saying, bro. And be traumatized. And like, bro, fuck? remember, remember, I repeated over and over and over, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. I can't. Imagine hearing that shit. And you're in shock. In basically. shock. Because you just, said you never passed out. You were awake. I was awake for everything. I was awake for everything. So it's like, imagine all the shit I'm saying and doing and shit like that. And like, bro, at one point I started praying and I only pray when sh- I'm scared. No, 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 no. Not only. No, I shouldn't say that. That's not true at all. No, but I, I know but, what you mean. But, it's a, it's a, it's a vi- uh, visceral, it's a natural none reaction of, None to... of these peers have ever heard me pray before. <laughs> exactly. None of them. You know what you I mean? You ain't praying in sh- unless a plane's yeah. going down or yeah. something. Yeah. Plane's right. going... Yeah, exactly. So it's like... So imagine that. And I, I, I recall... I believe some of them remember it like it was yesterday. But I also believe that... I've done what I've ca- what I can. I've done what I've done to replace those memories, and it's not like I'm trying to run away from that. I'm trying to build on it. Yeah, like I'm trying to. 
associated with something else as well. Same with the song. Yeah. Right. Same thing with the song. I'm also trying to replace the day or, or, or associate the day with great memories because mm-hmm. otherwise if i run away from the day every single time it happens it comes because it's going to come mm-hmm. it's coming every year dude if the you only way facebook, to stop it is not to be here if you have facebook memories they, oh shit bro they're the worst they make me look at my dead dog like every fucking day oh true and it's like it, it, it's you a posted small, a lot about ray exactly though. and it, it's like you really have to come to terms with that shit you're yeah, just bro. like fuck there it is got it and, and, and even still like I think it even happened on the day of your anniversary. A picture of Ray popped up. And then, because oh, oh. on my phone, it always pops up. And I, because iPhone always wants to give you memories. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm right. like, iPhone, quit giving me fucking song, sad songs with memories. Oh, in your phone? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, stop it, starts? iPhone. iPhone is throwing stuff at me. IPhone's I was like, like, yo, what? Okay, who's dead? I'm going to put some sad music to it and show you some pictures. Yeah, bro. But it did it that day. And I was like, and it's like, I couldn't message you and overshadow it. But it was just funny. Like, because then I thought, like, I'm like, if that affects me, imagine what's going through your mind. Hmm. seeing photos of the past and things hmm. like that. So I guess frustrations, I, I guess like, you know, to sum it up, I know I give long answers for each of these. But, hey man, um, this, this is about the long answers, this one. But, um, you know, I, I'm i not frustrated about, you know, what happened or anything like that. I, I do want to, you know, make, um, make choices that, you know, that matter obviously, but I, I do get, I, I do think about the people that were there and how they experienced it and what they what they still carry with them. We need to do like a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion or whatever. Oh, man, I don't Get know. Get everybody in. Well, so here's the thing. 10, is that like, can... I don't know how they would react to that. That's the thing. That's what's curious about me is that like I don't know how they would react to that. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you were there mm-hmm. the night Dan got injured, mm-hmm. reach out to us and see what's up. Mm-hmm. Just Very say hello. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's that's fair enough. Yes. Maybe we can get them on. Maybe we can talk to some people. Maybe they're listening. Maybe for ne- maybe for next year. Yeah. We'll maybe. talk about it. That'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. I think. See, that's I mean, the, we don't have to get me, the whole cast of the show the on. Cast. We don't have to get the whole like the whole yeah. cast on, bro. But because I remember asking friends, when did they find out? So cool story. My neighbor, right? My next door neighbor, Tom and Cindy, right? Tom, he passed away a few a couple of years ago. So R.I.P. Tom, you're the man. Yep. Um, Shout out Tom. But uh, Cindy, uh, they sorry Tom and Cindy, uh, their their son, their eldest son had a daughter who was born the same morning. That morning. So she was born that morning of my accident. Okay. So this is during the time where smartphones didn't exist. Remember this: smartphones right. didn't exist, and texting wasn't big on. Tech at people. the most, a BlackBerry existed. At the I most. don't think so. I don't no think so, bro. Way. No, okay, I don't think sure, so. Sure, Blackberries, sure. flip phones, bro. Just flip phones. Yeah, Anyways. A snake game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, snake game. Snake games. That's what was running. And um, so uh, when um, when their granddaughter was born, they were, you know, Tom and Cindy were at the hospital, you know, excited and stuff like that. My accident happened that night, Right. So again, social media, internet doesn't exist. No one's on that shit anyways, right? So 
I remember, you know, leaving my mom's house, you know, because I did go spend some time. Oh, I didn't mention this. I did go spend some time at my mom's house. Uh, I just had lunch over there on on the day on my anniversary. So I did do that. I wanted to go see my mom. Uh, but when I was leaving the house, I remember running into Cindy and she likes to, we like to talk about that day. And her day started off with just being So this jubilant. is on your 15th This is on my 15th. You ran into Cindy. I ran into Cindy. Cindy. Cindy, yes. Who... Had, had her granddaughter, granddaughter born the same day your accident happened. Correct. Okay. Correct. Quick summary. Okay. And then, so uh, she was saying, "How? Oh my goodness! I can't believe that it was the same day." So she would. Because now her her granddaughter's like a little human now too. Her granddaughter's yeah, fifteen years old. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I remember um, her telling me that uh, uh, Cindy was getting a call from her sister in law, who was a nurse at the hospital. She says, "Hey." Have you talked to Flo yet? You know, you're, 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 she's like, no, why? What do you, why? What's going on? Shut her down on the badass. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. And uh, Cindy was like, no, what's going on? And then someone, you know, so her sister-in-law told her and, and she was like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like confused. As how if, the like, fuck? Yeah. Like, like, how do you respond to that? Like, exactly. What the fuck? Because like, you know, they're coming off this big high, right? Yeah. You know, they got a new grandchild and it's like, what? And then so, uh, uh, she went over, you know, saw my mom pull in one, you know, a couple, a day later or something like that and went over and, um, um, you know, and that's when my mom broke, you know, the news and everything and stuff like that. And she just couldn't believe that, that all these, that thing happened all on this, all on the same day. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, um, I go out to, um, I go, uh, I did go out and see, um, their granddaughter. Um, and, uh, I remember one day. I was over at their house and uh, I was telling her about how we're the same age. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, my accident, you, you fell or I fell the night that you were born. And oh, your second she, birthday, baby. So she didn't, she didn't know that. And she thought that was pretty cool. So, um, um, so yeah, we got, we got, we got that in common, but, um, but yeah, man, you know, it's, um, You're it's crazy to see a 15 year old. What, who me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's still new things that i'm learning bro there's still new things i'm learning like you know um when it comes to all this and um there's still some new things as well like every time i see you i swear to god you're stronger every day and that's the thing is like i'm figuring out different ways to get because i got those new red uh you saw me those new uh multi those ropes that i got those jump ropes yeah, jump baby. ropes yeah, yeah if you don't know dan has jump ropes and if you want to know more message them or message the podcast and ask about it it's oh, very yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Very so I got, I got, I got new ropes and, uh, you know, finding out different ways to, to stay active, stay, um, stay healthy. That's all it is, man. Different ways to, you know, figure out how to do this thing. And, um, and so, yeah, man. So yeah, so yeah got, you're 15, you're kind of now focused on you again, but more for the future you as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Cause I know anytime I mention unhealthy activities, you're like, nope, gotta stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I'm drinking. Look what I'm drinking. You're drinking thirsty Buddha coconut water, and I'm drinking full sugared <laughs> monster assault. I'm going to refer to my favorite stand-up joke ever by Daniel Tosh, and it's like, you know who drinks monster? <laughs> Nobody's successful. It's <laughs> my favorite line ever. <laughs> So yeah, man, I'm drinking. I'm drinking my coke. I'm drinking my coconut water, bro. So I, I, I want to ask now, mm. what did you do? So you're ten. You kind of had a anniversary celebration. You had a big yeah. theater celebration. We'll say. Yeah. yeah. What did you do for year fifteen? I, I kind of already know, and I'm setting this question up for you to uh, explain 
what went down. But like, so how did you celebrate year 15 now that you've kind of come to? So year 15 and because I wanted, so I guess each year I kind of have a theme, right? kind of right. like uh, people get New Year's, uh, uh, oh shit, what are they called? Resolutions. Resolutions. Yeah. So kind of like when people get New Year's resolutions, I d- develop themes for each year, lessons and things, different focuses and different virtues that I want to focus on, right? Things that... Um, you know, matter and things that uh, really, really want to uh, really want to drive home and um, things I can look back on and, you know, be proud of and stuff like that. So uh, for year 15, I decided and I announced this on the podcast that we did, uh, the live episode that we did. And I said that uh, I wanted to get a tattoo and I decided that uh, the tattoo that I was going to get was going to be uh, just simple, just a simple words to myself, uh, simply saying, I won't let you down. And the idea behind that is from the concept, you know, if you could write yourself a letter, like if you can write something to yourself and it's it really stick, right? Like if there was something that you could tell yourself 15 years from, from now, or no, 15 years ago, Dan, to myself, you know, what would it be? And I stuck with, you know, I won't let you down. But I had to sign it in something that had to make sure that it was coming from me. Like something that I could tell 100% sure that this was the person who was who was sending it from, you know what I mean? It was, it was definitely coming from me. So I decided to sign it as uh, you know, so a letter from me, but uh, signed not Dan, because I think that would be boring to put my own name on my body. I just put a quote on your arm. Yeah. Put a quote from Dan. <laughs> it I sounds think. like something I would say to you. Yeah, well. yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I believe I texted you that once. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I signed it, um, I won't let you down, um, you know, peace, love, right? And did you, no, this is kind of a, just a fun off-topic question. Did you, because it was a quote, did you find the need to have to have some sort of source for it? Source? What do you mean? Like, peace, love, like you couldn't just put the quote and leave it? Did you feel yeah well somewhere the, inside that the, you had to put that source of it the thing is i always wanted to put that on me somewhere okay i think i've always wanted to get that tattoo however i've had people ask me to get that tattoo um and i've said you give i've given them permission they've asked me and i said yeah my cousin asked me my friend asked me so i'm like yeah sure go nuts and uh even had people ask me you know if they want to get it with me and i, I i've said yes but like didn't really care to do it because i understand they want to do it because it can be like an admiration for me or just because it looks cool, which is fine. That's totally fine. That can be, but to do something like that, I need a significant reason for it. And it's not to say that the person asking to do it isn't significant. No, it's it's, it's just simple no tattoos though. I have no tattoos. So this would be my, thing, yeah, yeah, this is my first tattoo. So, uh, I need, I need not, I need a why yep. I need a big, I need, sorry, not big. I need a heavy why it's gotta be okay. dense. It must be dense. So it can't just be a quote. 
it can't just be live, laugh, love on your arm. It can't just be peace, you, love. You wanted, uh, you wanted a source of it. Yes. And you didn't want it to be just <laughs> dead Edwards. Correct. So, and if people don't know, on your Instagram, all social media, you've always kind of hashtagged peace, love. Well, where that comes from, you know where that comes from, right? I don't know. I don't know if I know the actual... Story. ground level story, story of it other than it's very confusing to read and if you don't know what you're looking at yeah, if you, don't you know can really throw at. people for yeah <laughs> so what it is is during msn days right okay and you had your username oh yeah this was my username. little x big x yeah underscore 69 slayer yeah slayer of king 69 oh, xx yeah. oh yeah Shout out to anyone who knows Mr. Drummer 69. <laughs> For everyone who may know that. Actually, someone texts. If you're listening to this episode, if you know who Mr. Drummer 69 is, you have to. I will give you a t-shirt if you can tell me who Mr. Drummer 69 is. I don't know who it is. You won't know. You won't know. But it's, 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 someone, it's someone we know. It's, it's, someone, it's someone's email address that we know from, from back in the day. You won't, you won't guess it. Oh, you won't guess it. You won't guess it, but you know the person. Is it Nick Doctor? No, it's not. Oh, he was a drummer. That was my best <laughs> guess. <laughs> uh, but um, shout out Nick Doctor in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> but um, uh, so this was my username, and when I had my accident, um, my friends when they made the do it for Dan shirts, they put this on the back. Of the shirts. They and put it's this also on, the, on your bracelets too, right? And so for the Do It For Sarnia campaign, I put that on the bracelets with the respective colors to uh, for mental health and suicide uh, suicide prevention. Ah, I thought so they both, were just cute so, purple and blue. No, so mental health and suicide prevention, both those colors, like those oh. had their own respective uh, they had their own bracelet. Like opposite each other, like mental health is yellow. Right. Uh, I believe. And so then, did peace love come about before your accident? 100%. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. So you've just been sticking with that since like day one. Eh? I've been running that since I was like 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Only a 14-year-old could come up with that like spelling and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've been running with this since I was I 14. I still try to put that hashtag in and I get confused every time. Oh, no, bro. I, it's, yeah, I, that, yeah. I've been running with this since I was 14. So, uh, so that's why I signed it that. And then on top of... Um, um, on top of my reasoning why I chose, you know, I will never let you down because now is that in reference in the, and maybe this is a, a wrong question. Is this in reference to you mentally or you, you physically mentally mentally? Okay. Well, yeah, cause yeah. if we look back at the last 15 years of my life, right? Me and I say me as in we, but like if we look back at my last 15 years of my, of my life and as I see you know, relationships I've been in, relationships that have lost, friends that I've lost, people that have died, um, family members who have died, um, decisions that I've made that have led to certain scenarios, right? It's like you will live a life and people ask, you know, you know, if you could go back and redo something or if you could go back, if you have any regrets and shit like that, right? Like, what would you do? Oh, all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, though, is that... What's your biggest regret? That's the number one question. Well, here's the thing. is like... I don't regret, I, I, I don't, I don't want regrets. I, I don't want regrets and I don't want to look back on my life and think, yeah, I regret this. So, and for you, it's a, it's, it's a softball question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a two pitch question, baby. That mm -hmm. thing's coming underhand at you at mm -hmm. 15 miles per hour. Well, what do you regret? It's like, well, I, I don't, regret, I don't regret being there. 
But okay, then there you go. Yeah, I don't. I don't regret. I don't regret. You know, this happening. I don't. I don't have. I don't but have. But the softball those answer to that is that. Oh right. That's correct, what I'm correct, saying. Correct. Like it's just such a given right. that people are probably asking rhetorically almost. Right. Right. Well, people that know me would ask it rhetorically. Exactly. Other people would expect me to do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that of every decision that I've ever made, I would love to know. Is this the right one? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we question so much. Mm-hmm. So if I could tell myself 15 years ago something, we make it to 15, bro. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. We make it to 15. So when your accident happened, did you think you'd make it to 15? That's my point. That's my point. No. No. I didn't, I didn't think I could make it to lunch. And I think you know that I mean? was like, I think I kind of touched upon that for the first five years when I said kind of the idea of denial. It's like you were celebrating, but you haven't come to terms with what is to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's you're, you're in the here and now. Here it is. But now when you evolve to year 15, you're like, your explanation was it's slower and I'm planning for the future. Mm-hmm. Whereas year five, you're like, I'm but celebrating I, the now. But I'm still, I'm still, I'm still living now though. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not still, to take still, away yeah. from your experience of yeah. the now. Yeah. But it's your awareness and yeah, yeah. and self-growth. I guess aware, awareness, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. big that's the big stuff. And that's the thing. Because like, if the first at first you didn't even think you'd make it to year fifteen. That's what I'm saying. You're just you're set what like what are you really celebrating well, because, each year? Because that was the question that you could ask. Remember, I was still in high school. Yeah, exactly. And, so it's and like, we talked about that. And they're like, hey, still a so developing man. Where do you want to be in ten years? Well shit, me, I want to be a fireman and a yeah. policeman. But I don't want to be... I, being in a wheelchair wasn't on that list. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, where where did I want to be, you know, 10 years later? Again, I didn't know driving was yeah. still on the list. Yeah. I didn't know living on my own was still on that list. That's why regrets is such a softball. Mm-hmm. Quite, it'd be so easy for you to be like, obviously not go to the party. Like, the easy, easy thing to say, but... You can't realistically like say that. I can't say that. Well, well, like be a hermit your whole high school. I wouldn't. Yeah, you know I would, what I mean. I, it's I, like I, it just I, can't work out any other way. And I would never say that. And it's because you know when you get when you practice great gratefulness for so long, right? You understand that every decision that you've made from na- from then until now has been okay. Mm-hmm. Has it been the greatest? Maybe not. Has it been the worst? Probably not. Sometimes it probably felt like it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that after 15 years, I can say it's it's okay. It, you you do okay. Mm-hmm. You do all. Right. You're gonna be all right. Yep. You're, you'll be all right. I can say this. Sh- shit could be worse. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm shit saying? Shit could be worse. Shit could shit, be better. Shit could be worse, right? <laughs> you know, we just spent so many years telling people shit happens. Well, now it's time to say, well, shit could be worse, bro. Yeah. Like it could be a lot worse. So that's the thing. Is like. You can't say anything because, like, you know, if we're talking time travel, you that can't go. That kind of shows. Sorry, I just want to interrupt. That actually, that what you just said there, I don't even know if you realize it was pretty like impactful. That mm-hmm. your whole mentality shifted from shit happens mm-hmm. to shit could be worse because mm-hmm. it was more of like you're rolling with it. Right. You're kind of like, okay, this is me. But now, shit could be worse means you're f- like you're in it. Like you're, you're in flowing. it. You're in it, bro. You're taking that tide and you're rowing yeah, with yeah. it. Like you're, you're you have a paddle. Yeah, you're using use that tide. Yeah. You're using that like current to your advantage. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, instead of just floating with it. Like if we're gonna talk metaphorically. Absolutely. Here. And the thing was I was saying is that you know it's like you know 
if we're thinking time travel, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't go back and tell yourself something because otherwise you'll lose the lesson or the experience from it. Exactly. You know what, what I'm saying? I was saying about the go- if you got injured during GoFundMe, would you be you? you <clears throat> right. You exactly. It probably you wouldn't be a motivational speaker. Probably. Ex- exactly. 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 I'd have no reason to. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be uh, cold rolling people. I wouldn't be cold rolling. <laughs> There'd be no cold rolling um, at all. Uh, for our new listeners, that's in reference to cold calling. Yeah. <laughs> Dan used to roll into high schools to be like, hey, let me talk to your kids. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, there, there'd be no reason for that. There'd be, there would be no drive for that. And anyway, my point is, is that you can't say something, you can't put in a letter something that would, would take away from your experiences. Mm-hmm. You have to put something that, yes, you know, God is still with us. But because, and this is me talking to me. You know, because he says that we are enough. Or she. It, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, father, son. That's right, what, father, son. Here we, I'm, I'm, rolling, I'm rolling with that. That's what I'm rolling with. Uh, because. Canceled. <laughs> because he says I am enough, right? Uh, because I am worth dying for. Then, you know, if we put our faith in him then we're going to be okay. And it's easy to say that because I grew up going to church for so long and hearing that all the time. So it almost gets, I don't want to say you get desensitized by it, but it's like, you know, but what if I had an actual written letter from myself saying, hey, I won't let you down. And I'm saying that because he won't let us down. Does your accident reinforce your belief? Absolutely. Or question your belief or both? Um, well, you have doubts. You always have your doubts. You have your doubts. You like have your why fears. this happened to me? Yeah. Yep, you have thing. that. Why'd you choose me? Kind exactly. Of thing? Why yeah. this? Why me? You know what I mean? But then, you know, you remember grace, grace comes into play and it's like, you know what? Cause you've always kind of I mentioned it on like, you've never, in, in all your talks, you, it's never been religion oriented. It's been faith based, mm-hmm. but you've never, and obviously you're somewhat, I would imagine, religious. I think I'm yeah, safe to say. You know, I call religious it religious. Is such a weird. I know. Term I, I now. hate the term. I know. But you know, I call it my relationship with God. Yeah, my relationship. Okay, with so God. Yeah. With, your relationship with God has always been there, but it's definitely yes. strengthened. Oh yeah. Since your accident. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you know, like he is the author of my faith, and when I put in the work, right? Cause that's all it is too. That's, that's part of it. It's a big part of it. It's not just sitting in a room praying and shit all day. Like mm-hmm. you can't do that. I remember I had a, I had someone from my, uh, my church come and say, Hey Dan, you got to be in here praying every day, mm-hmm. all day, day up, day down, sun up, sun down every hour. And I remember thinking that I was like, nah, I got schoolwork to do, bro. You know what? It's a good balance. Like my wife, she's, she, she's uh, like this candles, all the prayer stuff is too. Yeah. But she's also very logical. You got to be you practical. Can, you, you can pray all you want, but if you don't wake up the next day and go do something, exactly. shit ain't going down. Well, that's the thing. And this is in the Bible. <laughs> Faith without action is death. Yeah, It's exactly. dead. There ain't nothing to it. You, yeah. you do, you're, you're achieving So even the nothing. Bible's like, yo, you, you, you you're messing up. Something yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. happen, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I remember this story. This, is, this, this was a Sunday school story that uh, I think my pastor told me this oh, story. Oh, shit. We're going to church, baby. We're going Let's to church. Go. Let me take you to church real Let's quick. Go. Oh, baby so he would go um uh do you, the, the story is about the the man the fisherman uh the fisherman who fell out of his boat praise the lord <laughs> <laughs> 
So the fisherman, uh, I, I believe, I believe it was a fisherman, uh, but uh, he was a man of faith, and uh, so amen. He, <laughs> Jesus. You good? Keep going. No, no, bro. We're in a sermon here. Let's okay, we're in a yeah, sermon. Yeah, yeah. All right. right. You're going to hear these call Let me get into character. Let yeah, me get into yeah, character. Okay, okay, go. So one day during a storm, he falls out of the boat. Okay? Oh, geez. He falls out of the boat. And then he prays to God. He says, God, please deliver me. Save me from these waves. Save me. Save me, Lord. Save me. Dear Lord. A boat comes. Another boat. A big boat comes. Amen. They toss him a line. He says, no, I'm good. God's going to save me. <laughs> so the boat leaves. The boat leaves. Oh, so no. now he, he was, he was kind of like puttering before, but now, now he's starting to drown. Yeah. Like he's starting to drown now. And he's like, God, please, like, please, you know what I mean? Please, God, please save me from, save me, God. And another boat shows up. Oh, praise the Lord. Tosses him a line. And he's like, no, I'm good. Oh, God's no. going to save me. So the boat leaves. God don't have no rope. He now drowns. He dies. Yeah. He drowns. He gets to heaven and he sees God with his arms open up like shrugging his shoulders like, God, what's the deal? I thought you were going to save me. God says, I sent you two boats. <laughs> I sent you two boats, bitch. See what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's like you, 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 can pray, you can pray all you want. Yeah. You got to take what is given to you. Yeah. And that's the thing, man, is that I got to a point where, yes, you know, I think and how I look at my life is that I had been practicing prayer before my accident, even immediately after my accident, mm -hmm. even as the accident happened. Yeah, And, like, and if you literally know, as it happened, the big difference live. between me and Dan is mm -hmm. you probably practice prayer. I, I've never practiced you prayer correct. in my you do life. Not. It's one I, of our I respect it and understand yep. it, but... Yep. Have right. I ever practiced it or done it? No. Correct. So it, that's, a, that's a huge difference between <clears throat> us, which we've never really elaborated or no. kind of well, touched we, we've, we've talked about it off, off the podcast. Off the podcast. Oh, yeah, we've exactly. talked about it off but the podcast. Like, that's one major difference for listeners mm -hmm. is our, like, I, I don't know if it's, I wouldn't say faith difference. You don't, know how, you, you don't practice a relationship with God. I haven't been born into anything like that. Correct. Exactly. Correct. And exactly. I, was definitely, I was definitely born into it exactly. i was definitely born into it um and that's the thing is like like i said you know you can you can do all you want uh no no i was saying that um you know i was practicing um i was praying before mm -hmm. uh, i was praying during my accident like literally as it happened yeah and after the thing is is that you gotta you gotta go to work mm -hmm. you gotta go to work and I, I like to think that that translates into everyone's life not whether you're a believer or not, or whether, sorry, whether you're a believer or not. Like, you can wish on a birthday cake all you want. You still got to go out and make that money that you just wished for. Yep. Or it's like um, praying for a miracle, mm -hmm. but that miracle is also a doctor doing surgery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I exactly. mean? Like, there's something physical about it, mm -hmm. and like you don't want to take away from that aspect nope. of it, but nope. also you do want to practice that faith, that, that, exactly. that prayer. Yes. But you also have to acknowledge and recognize... Science is real. <laughs> I could believe in God all I want, but there's another man with a scalpel about to cut me open. And maybe he's the man that I need to be praying for. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. I can pray for Dr. You know, so-and-so to please do not cut the wrong valve. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is like, 
you, you still got to do the work. Yep. You still got to take the leap. You still got to do the work. You still got to take the chances. And that's, and that's how, so I guess, you know, you know, I, it's definitely been strengthened. And so I, I look at the decisions I've made and it's not me being vain and saying, I won't let you down. I know this doesn't represent just me. Mm-hmm. This represents more than me. This yep. represents like mistakes I've made. This represents um, the decisions I've made. This represents um, the paths I've taken. This represents, um, you know, sacrifices I've made. This represents um, the good choices, the bad choices I've made. This rep- represents uh, the good relationships I've had, the bad relationships I've had. This represents so much more. There's this. Is the, I told you I wanted something that had weight, mm-hmm. and this is it. Could you feel it when you got it? half of the it's sensitive yeah because i remember you said if if i get a tattoo i want to feel it because like i do want to feel it because i like you said we talked why, like well we talked about the pain thing tat- it, was yeah, a, yeah. it was the pain thing yeah. we talked about so i had to feel it um and i'm glad i did uh and i don't know if you you we didn't mention i was gonna say i don't know if you elaborated on how you got this tattoo because so when we this did this is our, the most fun part of the story i think <clears> and it's the craziest which like you never really like you kind of just rolled with it and... So the tattoo artist we met at our live show, which, by the way, we rescheduled Boom. Once. So we rescheduled our live show. This guy turned up. And, and side note... I didn't know him. September 1st, second live show, Tin Fiddler. We're going to do a little promotion right oh, now. Oh, snap. Yeah, we're yeah, going to do that Yeah, make sure you're there, baby. Second live show, Tin Fiddler. Well, if this, you weren't there the first time, you missed out. This episode's dropping... Time. Sunday. Sunday. So, so you guys three have days, three baby. days. You guys got three days. No table reservations. Last time it was full and there was literally people waiting at the door to get in, which blew our mind. We're yeah, not was, saying yeah. that vainly. No, no, no. That's, that, like, that's legit. Surprised. That was that was legit. That actually happened. I thought there was going to be three people there. So. Yeah, there were people waiting at the door for a table. So if you're going there, go there. So if you listen there. to the episode, Dan actually mentions for the first time as a surprise. Correct. Of what you were going to do to celebrate Correct. your 15-year anniversary, and that exactly. was get a tattoo. Get a tattoo. And, and the the guy, the tattoo artist, his name is Josh. He works shout at the, out shout Josh. Out Josh. Big time shout out Josh. He works at the Hive. The Hive. The shout hive, out Josh down on, at uh, the Hive. Front Street? Yeah, it's Front, yeah, it's front Street. Front, down on Front Street. Um, he, w- he, so he listened to the podcast. No, no he, was, he, was no, he was there. Sorry. He was there. Yeah. He was there, and then... Shout out to those guys for sticking around for the whole show, too. He was there. Oh, yeah. He had a whole table, too. They had, awesome. they had a whole table. That was that funny. That was awesome. Um, and they didn't know, too. They didn't know. They showed up. Oh, yeah. They just stuck around. They That's stuck around. Like, yeah. That was awesome. So, so he messaged me afterwards and said, hey, get at me uh, for this tattoo. And then so I went. I paid him a visit. So and you, yeah, just, yeah. you brushed through that way too quick. Well, he said, yeah, get out. He's, he I messaged know. me on So the day Instagram. after our live show, let me elaborate from my perspective. Yeah. We get a DM in our Instagram being like, hey, man, about that tattoo, give me a message. And mm-hmm. I thought Dan was going to be like, okay, sure. Because if you see Dan respond to DMs, you know, it's just <laughs> usually a happy face and cool and see it later. Sweet, bro. <laughs> or it left you on red. Yeah. But I didn't think he would follow up or I figured when he announced it, he had... Um, and I say he, Dan, had someone lined up to do the tattoo. Oh, okay. I figured you had I didn't it all. Have, I, I didn't have anyone. All figured out everything. And well, then I don't know shit know, about tattoos. I thought you just go in that day and get it done. <laughs> I, I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. So Dan gets a DM, and sure enough, a member of let's say the uncomfortable community. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I actually gave you your first tattoo. Yeah. 
for your 15 year anniversary. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, because what are the chances a tattoo artist is there? What are the chances tattoo artists are there? And what are the chances after we rescheduled? Too? We rescheduled, and he stepped out of his comfort zone. As, as tacky as it is to like refer back to that, mm-hmm. he stepped out of his comfort zone to message us or message you on the page and be like, hey, you want that tattoo? Come to me. I got you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And like that takes a lot because I know as a photographer, someone mentions I want photos. I'm not going to reach out every time and be like, hey, you mentioned photos. Here I am. Yeah. I got a camera, <laughs> but this guy did it, and it was like shout out to him because it was amazing. No, and that was really cool of him. It no, was, was really it was dope. perfect. Because let's say, let's say he doesn't. You have no idea. You're gonna walk into a tattoo place. I, I probably would have walked into a tattoo place. <laughs> Get a McDonald's tattoo that's fucking. And been like, hey, I want to put this on me. Well, like, bro, come back in a month or some shit. Yeah, we're booked up. <laughs> Don't you see the waiting room, bro? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on. Get out of here. Um, so now you have your first tattoo on your arm. How's it feel? It's itchy, bro. It's, itchy. it's a little itchy. It's itchy, but uh, it's it's dope though. I like I like the size of it. Um, I like the you know the lettering we picked. It's called uh, Oceanside uh, Lakeview, I think is what it's called. Oceanside. It sounds Lakeview. like a white yeah. suburb, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, it does sound very white. It sounds very white, which is, <laughs> which is appropriate being from Sarnia. So no, it's, it feels feels appropriate, but. Uh, uh, Do you think you'll add to it in the future? Well, you know, my mom doesn't want me to. She's well, of course, like, mom doesn't she's want like, you to. Are you going to get more? I was like, tattoos? I was like, no. But technically, if I expand on this one, does that count? Does that count? It's one tattoo. As it's long, still one tattoo. As long as the lines all touch, it's one. It'll be around this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting a full sleeve because I think that's you're just you're just cheating the system at that point. You should have your legs right done up. Nah, bro, that ain't happening. Just f- fucking wild. No, that's brutal. That would just be brutal. That'd be dumb to take care of that. And I wouldn't be like I said. I need to be able to feel it because, bro, if he started tattooing, so here's the thing: as, as the needle came and hit me, my muscles started twitching. If oh, he yeah. does that on my leg, if you, if you and my guys leg just bounced it. up. Yeah. Bro, you'd probably gash my leg or something. So one time I picked up Dan's leg at a restaurant <laughs> and it looked like I was physically abusing him. So like people started to look. It looked like you wouldn't let my leg go. It's like you were pulling me out <laughs> yeah, of the chair. Yeah, because his leg started vibrating so intensely. Yeah, so imagine that, bro. Imagine oh, that. no. I guess that makes sense. So do you are you, are you happy with the tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, and you know what? Um, one of the things that I remembered when I was in the hospital... Um, was the uh, do it for Dan? Um, there was like this tablecloth with a bunch of signatures of the people that were at the first event, and I would I would read those names, and there was a lot of like words for motivation and stuff like that and encouragement on there, and it was nice to see those. And I also realized the importance of uh, written things in front of you, like just reminders, written reminders in front of you. Yep. Uh, and remember, I mentioned this. I can't remember what episode I mentioned this in. I think actually, holy shit! I think it was in my first episode. I think it was in our first episode, actually. Yeah, I think one of the first thing, one of the things that I had mentioned was that um, I like taking notes of things and writing them down. And I actually have sticky notes on my screen here mm-hmm. that I write down things from conversations that people have said to me, and I write those down and I keep them on the screen so that I can have these reminders, these these regular reminders of different things, right? You know, um, and um, uh, that's where I got, I guess, like, you know, from the hospital, my point is, is that I got used to reading things to remind myself of different things and then putting them on my laptop. And then, so now this one 
is a reminder of that very same thing. You it's know, a permanent sticky note. A permanent sticky note that uh, you know it reminds me of my relationship with God. It reminds me of decisions that I've made, and that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay, and then you know I I won't let you down. You guys heard it right here, right now. <laughs> everything's going to be okay, baby. Bro, this is this is, this is a long one, eh? This is a long one, but hey, man. You no, know, you know it, feel, it feels good. Feels, feels good. good. I feels feel good, like bro. we just scratched the surface. We got more to talk about, but yeah, but um, we don't want to bore the listeners. No, nah, man. Let's. Uh, no, I'm I'm good to wrap it up and like, hey, um, I guess you know, I guess my my closing is that you know it's uh, you know, this has definitely been a ride. Um, it's not over yet. Um, got a lot of new things coming up. Um, a lot of different chapters to discover and um uh, like i said you know between you know your one to ten is different than uh 10 to 15 man like you know this last tail end of 15 has been one of the biggest stages of growth for me i can say i can thank you for that i can thank uh obviously my mom and you know my family and my friends um for a lot of that too but you know um it's definitely you know some some special people in my life uh, yourself included, that have really, I guess, pushed the comfort zone, expanded it, you know, really, really stretched that thing out so that I'm able to have more space to, I guess, uh, evolve and grow. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm thankful for that. And, uh, you know, shout out to everyone who's helped me get to this point in my life. And, you know, you know, I, I'll try not to let you down either. There it is. That's perfect. <laughs> Try not to wait. <laughs> I love it. Um, got anything to say to anybody coming up with any anniversaries that might be heavy on them? Any anniversaries? Any tips? Yeah. You know what? This is going to sound very, very uh, basic. Feelings are meant to be felt. Yep. When you are experiencing an anniversary that is coming up, whether it's the loss of someone, loss of a limb, the loss of, you know, loss of a dog, loss, loss of, of opportunities, family, loss yeah. of, yeah. Anything. Anything. F- don't bury it because you give more power to those feelings. You give more power to that pain and more possession to that pain if you try to ignore it. Just feel it. Just let it out. If you got to cry, cry. If you got to scream, holy shit, scream. But feelings are meant to be felt. Fuck yeah, baby. Hey, I love it. And guess what? Love you, homie. I love you, bro. Love you. Thanks, man. This has been Uncomfortable Conversations, part of the Coffin Over Comfort Zone podcast series. Part three, baby. Three. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. My name's Dan. My name is Dan. Thank you. Much love. with Angel's manager, George Knox. Anything can happen. <laughs>